the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. As a point of personal privilege, I'm going to call on Senator Flake. I uh, have been speaking with a number of people on the other side. We've had conversations ongoing for a while uh, with regard to um, making sure that we do due diligence here. What are we voting on? Let's see. What? (laughs) I, I love that. Diane Feinstein. What? What? What's going on? What are we voting on yeah. here? Yeah, why are we voting on here? What, yeah, what, what is she doing? What is she doing? Yeah, well, evidently, pain. here's what happened. Evidently, Flake, mm-hmm. he's got a buddy that's a Democrat. Coons, oh, okay. 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 And they got together, and I think maybe Mikowski was involved in this, mm-hmm. and they and some other Democrats mm-hmm. went into, clo- into the cloakroom. The cloak room. The cloak, okay. the cloak room is where they can go hide from the press and stuff. And do their cocaine? And do their talks oh, and stuff. Okay. You know, I, I and, thought they were in there doing lines or something. You know, smoke a cigar, yeah, okay. make a backroom deal type okay. thing, all right? So, so they not, were in, not, not the blow, no, necessarily. No, okay. no. Right. And so they, they worked out a deal. And uh, Flake, Flake uh, cast his vote to move uh, Kavanaugh out of the Judiciary Committee. Okay. He didn't pull any punches. He told him exactly what he was going to do. Yeah, eleven. Mm-hmm. It, it was an 11-10 vote. That's what everybody expected to be. That's a mm-hmm. right down the middle partisan vote. 11-10. And so mm-hmm. it's going to the Senate now where it will be voted on. But to get that done, Grassley agreed with Flake uh, that they would have uh, a one-week FBI look at this allegation that Ford brought up. <sighs> Another week. Okay. Uh, so there there will not be a Saturday vote because if this had just gone by the book, the Senate would have voted Saturday, which is kind of like a trial run to make sure you got the votes, right? And it doesn't count. Just everybody gets the vote. And then the, the majority party looks at that and they go, we got the vote, so... Then they were going to have the vote on Tuesday, Tuesday which was the good, good one, okay. all right, which okay. would have been okay. put Kavanaugh okay. into the Supreme Court. Okay. So that's not going to happen that way. I, I expect that they will vote Friday now. Although, vote. And I said yesterday I thought the vote would be Wednesday or Friday. Okay. I just didn't know the things were going to come up with the FBI. The FBI is not going to find squat. Oh, okay, so this is the FBI is going to check on what the Ford woman said yesterday. I guess, I guess they're okay. going to check into the whole deal. They don't. Oh, in a week, the, the okay. FBI can't blow their nose and wipe their butt in a week. Okay, that's what well, I'm just telling. You. I, okay, the 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 thing that <sighs> it takes I'm, them a week to figure out what they're doing. Here's the thing that I don't get right. This the woman who came out and was talking about the ten parties. And, you know, these girls were getting roofied or drugged or whatever. Oh, you're talking about, what's it, sweat, what's your name, sweat something? Sweatnik. Yeah, yeah. Sweatnik. At these 10 different parties, and she went to nine of these parties before it happened to her. She kept going. Yeah. And this happened in this little small town suburb, and nobody knew. Nobody heard about it. Now, you can't do anything <laughs> in a small town, man, and people not know. 
Okay, there's no way you could have 10 of these parties and people not know. It's impossible, man. Ask John Mellencamp. He wrote about it. I just, I just, I, 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 where's this crazy woman come from, man? I mean, I don't even. Have you seen some of the stories about her, about her ex-husband and stuff and how she terrorized him? He had to take out a, a restraining order and everything on her. And there's people coming out and saying, don't go near this woman. But, As a point of personal privilege, I'm going to call on Senator Flake. Yeah, what are we voting on? Let's see. What? <laughs> okay, look, man. Look. I like that. Look, was she high? Seriously, was this woman high or something? What is the deal? How can anybody even... And, and do people believe what this woman said? The 10 drug party rapey oh, deals. Oh, I, I don't think that she's even... Did anybody eat... Even, the, I don't think people even involved okay. with that it's, okay it's dr okay. ford that everybody okay. all right because because that to. was on the news and i was like what yeah how is this okay it's all just right. the democrats throwing anything and everything it's like throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing how many strands you can get stick to the wall right right you know does it make a big mess or does it make a little mess right now democrats have made a little mess and they stretched this out they're trying to stretch it to november that ain't going to work folks it ain't going to work there will be a vote and they will lose. Just right. tell you, they will lose. Uh, Don Lee has come out now. That senator of Indiana says he's going to vote against Kavanaugh. He has said that. See, Democrat or Republican? He's a Democrat. Oh, okay. And well, he is in a race. <clears throat> he's in trouble. Well, okay, I think he's going to get okay. beat. But I think he's going to get beat whether he votes for Kavanaugh or he doesn't vote for okay. Kavanaugh. Okay. Manchin still says, I haven't made up my mind. He's mm-hmm. a senator from West Virginia. And Trump is very, very popular in West Virginia. I think if Trump says, get rid of this guy, they'll get rid of him. You got Hyde Camp up in North Dakota, who's another one that's, uh, you know, sitting on a race. Democrat or Republican? Democrat. Democrat. Wow. In North Dakota? Yeah. There's like six. That is a razor's edge. Yeah. There's like six Democrat senators Mm -hmm. running for Mm reelection that could get upseated. Uh, now, you think about that. What's the other four? What states are they in? Missouri. Yeah, that could be. You got yeah, there. You get, yeah. you see, what runs us? Indiana, yeah. West Virginia. Oh, Indiana's a red state. Yeah. Uh, West Virginia, which has turned red. Yes. North Dakota, which is a red state. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you got a red state, kind of a, a heavy purple state in Missouri. Uh, and uh, what were there was two other states I can't off the top of my head. I guess East Saint East Saint Louis is probably Democrat. Uh, yeah, yeah, East Saint Louis is Democrat. Yeah, Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. Ferguson Democrat. voting straight Democrat. Yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah. You know, Ferguson yeah. wants to use the Detroit model of, of <laughs> city planning and. That's the truth, right? They're, they're the right. Truth. They're, they're they're right in there with Pine Bluff. They're yeah. just what? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. What? Just what? load 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 no, up. Wait a second. What? what? What did Grassley say? What was what? That? What did he say? As a point of personal privilege, I'm going to call on Senator Flake. What? <laughs> a point of personal privilege. She yeah, don't even she don't even know what's going on. Yeah, that's Feinstein. Uh, that's Feinstein in the background. Oh, what? Remember, this is the same woman along with Boxer who gave us the. Uh, uh, assault weapons ban back in the 90s and the way they decided what weapons were assault weapons they went through a gun catalog and they looked at pictures and said "Ooh, that looks mean that what? yeah that's exactly right that's what, you, what yeah that's exactly that's that's feinstein for you she oh, needs yeah. you know with all the money she's worth can't she get a good wig somewhere 
Her hair. Who was calling her Einstein yesterday? Oh yeah, I would never call her Einstein. Who who was calling her that? I think it was Elizabeth. Was it Elizabeth calling her oh, Einstein? Man. It was either Elizabeth or Shelley. Yeah, that was a that was very much a joke. All right, she is nowhere near Einstein. She and Pelosi and Boxer are got to be all on the lower end of the uh, IQ scale. Seriously, we refer to them as Waldo. Now they're not as high. They're not as low as uh, Waters. Okay, Waters is like the dreads, uh, along with the Hawaiian senator. That lady's crazy. Waters? What? Yeah. Waters, yeah. yeah. Waters is, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just, She's nuts. She's Maxine, both. Kamala, yeah, those yeah. two both are nuts. <laughs> Maxine was the one talking about you need to attack these people yes. when you see them. That's so, exactly right. I'm, wow. Yeah, she's wow. nuts, man. Attack these people, she says. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't make them uncomfortable. Attack them. Yeah, and 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 take attack out these people. Yeah, <laughs> right. That doesn't work either. No, I, I, doesn't you work know, it, well it, at all. It, it's amazing how they always push for the politically correct, but, but they, they're not. No, they're not. You know, fine. they're not when it comes to conservatives. No. I, I I don't. <laughs> all right, and anybody who thinks that they're doing this for the betterment of Doctor Ford, no, give me a no, break. No, no. Give me a break. You know, Feinstein saying I didn't leak that. Well, somebody out of your office did. That's the way. We, oh, you're looking at my alligator head. No, no, I was looking <laughs> at the the mayor sign. I, oh, I yeah. don't. Kyle I Reeves. Don't, they are trying. Kyle to, Reeves, Cersei Mayor. Yes. You think so? Yeah, I, I want him to be. Well, there's four people running, so I think it'll come down to a runoff, uh, for sure, for Cersei Mayor. Go, Kyle. You know, um, I don't know. Uh, they're supposed to have a debate there a week from Saturday. They're having a having a mayor's debate at the Carmichael Community Center, and it's sponsored by the Cersei Data Citizen newspaper, and the newspapers ask people to send in questions. But I would think alcohol would be the number one It'd be one question the number one question. For Cersei. Yeah. For, um, for um, you know, who's running for mayor. But I think it'll come down to runoff. I don't know. Um, I, think Kyle is, I think Kyle has ran for uh, state representative before. He may have run for yeah. mayor before. I can't remember. I don't know mayor. I, I know that he was on the city board for a while. but uh, He was on the city council, yeah, yes. City council. Yes, but I think he ran for state rep or something. I think he got about 20, 22% of the vote when he ran for that. But I don't know if he's I – I can't remember him running for mayor before. But um, and, and it looks – you know, and there's several – there's, uh, you know, the eight city council members, and I think, um, I think five of those positions – have uh, multiple candidates so no that's good yeah it looks like there's just three of them that that don't uh that don't have an opponent that look like they'll stay and that's that's see that's good that's good new blood perhaps that's always a good good thing we gotta yeah. get a break in let's do a break we got some new movies starting this weekend there's some new movies coming that are going to blow open the box office door again one of them halloween yeah, the remake. Everybody's ready for that one. I'm oh, there, there's you. just some incredibly good film. I mean, there's some good films this weekend. Smallfoot's a great kids movie, and and Kevin Hart is is still on fire. Night School's hilarious, and you've got that what's that, this, what's that this horror in, flick Hellfest coming. Yeah, what's so. this new and, and bloody uh, disgusting? Give it gave it four and a half skulls. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's you know, a they like it's, it. Yeah, it's a, it's a standard you know Halloween slasher pick. That's great, and then. You know, next week you got Venom and A Star is Born. Don't you have 
a independent movie opening about Blaze. Yeah, yeah, and you're gonna have that guy the lead actor yes, there, right? Yes. Now, now Blaze is playing exclusively at Riverdale Ten. Tickets are on sale. Riverdale10.com. Uh, Blaze was the front page, uh, top of the fold movie style section of the Democrat Gazette today. Uh, the film uh, is directed by Ethan Hawke, and uh, the film stars underrated actor. He, di- he, he directs this movie. Uh, the film stars Ben Dickey. Uh, he's the main star of the film. He's from Little Rock, Arkansas. Um, he is going to be at the theater this weekend uh, to do Q&As following uh, the screenings of the film. And we have some postcards and posters and things that he'll be uh, signing and handing out. Uh, tickets are on sale at Riverdale10.com. Uh, he will be there, uh, in fact, today for the 415 screening. And he'll be there tonight for the evening screenings, and he'll also be there Saturday and Sunday. Man, you should have brought him by today. Uh, not in town quite just yet. No, he hasn't made it yet. Okay. Uh, um, well, he is coming from Austin. Yes, and um, <laughs> the they're driving slow, man. The um, the movie is about the singer Blaze, and the movie was written uh, by his uh, his his widow uh, with uh, Ethan Hawke, and it's based on her book. But it's a tremendously motion, great motion picture. Uh, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette gave it a 91. And Philip Martin says it is the best movie he has seen in 2018. Wow. Yes. All right. Well, it is tremendous. Sounds like one to turn out for to check it out. And you're the only one that's got it, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's normal. Well, yeah. I mean, we try to champion independent films and, and, and documentaries, art films, foreign films. We try to champion those. And, and generally, we've got the 10 screens at Riverdale. We'll have... Two cool movies on that nobody else is playing. Now, let me tell you so. something. Matt had a world premiere last night at Riverdale 10. Gosnell, story of America's most prolific serial killer. We showed that last night. We thank everybody who came out. About 150 people came out to see the motion picture. And it only happened because uh, Matt made it possible for us to have the screens necessary to show it. And Anne McEnany came. Is it, give me her the pronunciation. She's McElhaney. Irish. Yeah, McElhaney. Okay, she's Irish. And I, I, I butcher her name all the time. But Anne was there, the writer of the book and the producer of the movie, answered everybody's questions before they watched the movie and after they watched the movie, and then was very nice to stick around and talk to the, view, uh, the viewers and listeners uh, before they went home. And uh, copious amounts of popcorn are eaten. We ate a whole big old bucket of it uh, between us and the uh, the uh, the right view, the uh, female power panel, while we were on the air there between four and six. Well, you guys were there in the lounge doing the broadcast, yes. and and you had some young lady that was doing your Facebook live. And, yeah, that and... was uh, Shelley's daughter. Oh, cool, cool. Okay, yeah, okay. I well... got a I've got a new piece of equipment that I bought. Oh, Matt. okay. I bought a Mevo. Uh huh. Are you familiar with it? Not really. It's a little tiny camera. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what they can do with miniaturization now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can do about everything that our cameras that were here in the studio can do, but it's a whole lot cheaper and it doesn't cost as much to operate. So, so that's why the big cameras out are out and took the little out. cameras coming in. Took Plus, we can just unplug it, carry it with us, and like when we go to CPAC or whatever, or we come over and do a show at your place. We can put it live on uh, Facebook, or we can put it on YouTube. Cool, huh? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I thought the whole deal was cool last night. 
Uh, I'm glad the staff, you know, everybody on my team took care of you guys. They did. There. They did a great. They did a great job, right, Russ? Just, they did, yeah, they did a really good job. Just wanted, you know, the people coming out to obviously have a good time, and of course, we had the author there, which you know that's important. I'm glad that worked out. She signed the books, and yeah. that, that, that's a good thing. It was that's a great, wonderful. great that, night. We hope to do some more things like that in the future. Joseph is really, really good. He does a great job. I, I'm glad to have him. He's been with me now for eight years i think maybe yeah. longer yeah it's been a while he, he, does, he did yeah. really well and then uh, there was another gentleman kelly took, kelly and he did a really nice job he was really good he came made sure he started the movies manually so that he because he was standing in the theater listening to ann and then when ann wrapped up then he pushed the button and they nice started. nice well joseph does district manager for all my cinemas and then kelly is the general manager there at the riverdale location that's good you so. got good people Glad to hear Don't that. Don't let them get away. No, not at all. All right. Let's take a break. 100% satisfaction guarantee. That's Aero Plumbing. I don't hear this from any other plumbing company. That's why I use Aero Plumbing. If you're not 100% satisfied with the service they give you, they refund all your money. On top of that, if they swear in your home, if somebody lights up a cigarette in your house, they don't wear those little booties and walk around your house, uh, you find out that the guy that's working in your home hasn't been drug tested, you don't have to pay for the service because of that as well. And if a re, uh, repair fails in the first year, they'll repair it again at absolutely no charge, you know, no service charge for them to come out to your home or anything like that. Some places they'll say, yeah, we'll, we'll refix it, no charge to you, except that, you know, $75 for us to come out. Aeroplumbing.net or Google Aeroplumbing. Get Earl's people out to your place. You'll be happy with the service they provide. That's Aero Plumbing. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. Matt Smith is here. Hey, now. We haven't been able to get together in a couple of weeks. I was on vacation. He was on vacation. Now we're back. We're working. Back in the saddle. Back in the salt mine doing what we're supposed to be doing. And uh, got time to talk today. This this is a a good thing. Let's talk about some of the things that are playing again this weekend. Sure, absolutely. Let's start off with uh, Riverdale 10. You've got about uh, two and a half minutes to give us Riverdale 10. Riverdale10.com. Get your advanced tickets. They're on sale now. Of course, we're playing Small Foot. That's new today. We're playing Night School. New today. We're playing Little Women. Uh, we are still playing The House with a Clock in Its Walls. Simple Favor. The Wife. Crazy Rich Asians. Black Klansman, Life Itself, The Nun, Assassination Nation, Fahrenheit 11.9, and then the big movie this weekend is Blaze, uh, uh, written and directed by Ethan Hawke, uh, starring Ben Dickey from Little Rock. He will be doing Q&As after the screenings of Blaze this weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Tickets are on sale at Riverdale10.com. Go to the website, click the showtime, seat map pops up. Uh, if you're following us on Facebook, there's a complete description of the Blaze movie there. Uh, Blaze is uh, got a 91 from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Cool. Movie style section today. Philip Martin from the Democrat calls it the best movie he's seen in 2018. Tickets on sale at Riverdale10.com. And, of course, uh, all of our seats are electric leather recliners with tables and reserved seating, full food menu, and beer and wine. Come on out and see Blaze this weekend. and. Yep. We thought we gonna. I thought Philip Martin was going to show up last night uh, for Gosnell. I didn't see him. It's not saying that he wasn't there, but I didn't see him last night. Okay. I wish um, he had been there because he might have said the two best movies I've seen for 2018 are Blaze and Gosnell. 
We're going to do Rocky Horror Picture Show at Halloween. Those tickets are on sale now at Riverdale10.com Wednesday, Big October 31st. This week, wasn't it, that you had it this week? Yes, it was good. We had a good crowd on, on Tuesday, but we're doing it again for Halloween. We had a good turnout. People were respectful and didn't trash the theater, so we're going to do it Halloween night. So you didn't have to visit Queen the theater, huh? No, sir. I, Wednesday, October 31st. Uh, Sorry, 7, I didn't show up for that. There you go. 7 p.m. and 9.30 p.m., the Rocky Horror Picture Show from 1975. Tickets are on sale at Riverdale10.com. 7 o'clock and 9.30 on Wednesday, uh, October 31st for Halloween. Get those Rocky Horror Picture Show tickets. And then, of course, uh, our Dave Ellswick movie for October is The Ooh, Exorcist. Exorcist, baby. Yeah. And those tickets are on sale at Riverdale 10. And it's a complete director's com. cut, right? The one that yes. Reagan does the crab walk. Yes, it is. Don't, don't want to yeah, miss it. It's, don't want to miss it. Ooh, mm, uh, mm. And the, that next uh, Rocky Horror, you don't want to go. You don't want to miss going that. I, Russ is going to be at that one with his, uh, his backless chaps on. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you don't oh, no. want to miss that. News to... is next on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back. Dave Ellswick Show. Matt Smith is here. He is the manager, owner, bottle washer of Riverdale 10, Hot Springs uh, VIP Cinemas, the VIP Cinemas in Cabot, same up in Searcy. He is a man among all men in the theater uh, business and looking to expand, always looking for a deal. He's been out traveling the country saying, you guys can't run those theaters. Let me run them. Well, that's true. I know it's true. (laughs) Uh, At least some of these guys. I mean, some of these chains have just gotten, um, they've gotten too big to do small well. You know, I mean, that, that, that happens with a lot of that growth. No doubt about it. Well, let me tell you what's going on. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about, I guess I'll talk about Cersei first. Um, in Cersei this weekend, we'll have Smallfoot, Night School, Hellfest, The Clock, The House with a Clock in Its Walls. That's supposed to be very good. Have yes. you seen it? People have enjoyed that. That's good. That's a good family film. It's PG. People say like Jack, it. Say Jack Black is very Doing good, good at it. The Nun the meg a simple favor hotel transylvania 3 the predator searching and crazy rich asians okay i want to stop you because i want to ask you about a movie a simple favor yes i've heard pretty good things about that what do you think decent movie worth yes worth people's time yes yes favor is a good film simple favor is a good film yes absolutely now hit cerseycinema.com to see what's planned and buy your advance tickets. And, of course, uh, on Tuesday night, all the movie tickets in Cersei are just $5. Ooh. All the theaters have the um, Theater Group, Inc. 2018 free popcorn bucket. Mm. You get the free popcorn bucket that gives you free popcorn on Wednesday. Just bring it in. You buy a movie ticket and get your free popcorn all night on Wednesday. And then Thursday through Tuesday, you can refill that bucket for just $4. You can even stop by on your way home from work and Spend four dollars and buy you a two hundred ounce, get you a two hundred ounce bucket of popcorn, and take it home and munch on it. Last night, while I was there at Riverdale Ten, a woman came in mm-hmm. and bought a bucket of popcorn. Yes. All right. Now she was going to buy just a big bucket of popcorn. Right. And Mike, right. who works there, talked her into buying your, uh, you know, evergreen bucket of yes. popcorn. Yes. And That's... said, "Ma'am, did you know 
there's a special deal on them right now. Yes. Is that on all of all yes. the theaters? Yes, absolutely. That's what we're doing on the 2018 bucket. And if you buy that bucket, you can take that bucket to any of the four theaters, Cabot, Searcy, Little Rock, Hot Springs. Free popcorn on Wednesdays. When you buy a movie ticket on Wednesday, you bring in the, the theater group popcorn bucket. You get free popcorn all night there while you're watching the movie and before you go home hey fill it up and take a bucket home with you and then thursday through tuesday you get 200 ounces of popcorn for just four dollars it's a deal that bucket is good at all four locations uh, we have discounted those 2018 buckets they are uh, on sale they're uh, two dollars and fifty cents off regular price so yeah, they're on sale a good right deal now. buddy absolutely and the same thing with gift cards if you purchase a gift card at any theater it's good at all four so if you buy mm-hmm. a gift card in cabot you can use that gift card in Cersei, cabot little rock and hot springs uh, that's CerseiCinema.com for what's going on in Cersei. Remember that $5 Tuesday? And then the free popcorn on Wednesday is at all four locations. Uh, and, of course, uh, in uh, Dave's hometown. Cabot. That's uh, CabotVIPCinema.com. Just go Great there for place. the website and uh, check out the uh, new um, new uh, recliner seats, electric no. leather recliners with tables and reserve so seating. So comfortable. Uh, all all laid auditoriums, mm-hmm. and uh, we will be replacing uh, all the drapes, uh, all the masking, uh, all of the screen skirts, and all of the carpet in Cabot uh, here in the next few weeks. Wow. Um, cool. So, yeah, they, you know, we'll probably spend the month of October replacing all that. So uh, you'll come out and see uh, nice new carpet and drapes and screen skirts and masking around everything there when you come back Is it the true theater. what I've heard? You guys are going to do a, like a 60s motif? You're going to have shag carpet? Nope. No, I I hadn't heard that. That's uh, no, I, that's I hadn't heard that one. I like this. I like the surprise. The shag, Matt, the shag palace. Look, I want him to do it like Paradise Theater. Come on. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I think you're talking about the the Chico the Chico Cinema. <laughs> down El, Chico El Road. Royale. That's what that was we're a, doing. a Chico Cinema there on Chico Road. That's, that's what you're talking about there. You know. Now, this isn't the dime Chico. show, okay? Yeah. <laughs> shag carpet. I yeah, used to man. like shag carpet, except you drop things and it they sounds like something on the it. Deuce on HBO. <laughs> yeah, 1979. What a great movie show that is! That's a is great TV on show. HBO. That's really good. Not for kids. No, that's that's the Deuce is awesome. Uh, so anyway, in Cabot, which is for kids, CabotVIPCinema.com, we are showing Smallfoot new today. Good movie. N- Night School new today. Looks funny. Hellfest new today. Hey, let me just say, bloody disgusting. One of the top horror uh, apps that you can get to keep up to date with monster movies and things of that nature. Gave it four and a half skulls. That's like says it's almost perfect. So I'm I'm looking to go see it. Also showing the house with a clock in its walls. The Predator. A simple favor. The Nun. The Meg. Peppermint. And Hotel Transylvania 3 Summer Vacation. Peppermint, if you want action, good movie. That's CabotVIPCinema.com. Buy your advanced tickets there. Every seat in the building is an electric leather luxury recliner with a table and reserved seating. We've got a full food menu there. Mm-hmm. Chicken tenders. Yep. Uh, all the food is made to order fresh, handcrafted pizza, mozzarella cheese sticks, key lime pie, peanut butter pie. Ice cream, Bavarian pretzels, State Fair corn dogs, Nathan's hot dogs, White Castle sliders. It's all there. All right. Get yourself some uh, some cheese nachos and then ask them to put some jalapenos on it. Because I'm going to tell you what. What I like about the nachos there at the, uh, uh, the Cabot Cinema, VIP Cinema, in fact, is that 
They'll fill up both sides of the cheese reservoirs for you. They give you plenty of uh, chips. And when they put the jalapenos on, folks, they, they don't put five or eight jalapenos on there. They'll give you about 30 jalapenos. I mean, they load them up on there. So you can really get your mouth pouncing while you're watching the movie. Uh, they're good. They're really good. Well, what we're shooting for there is we're shooting for, um, you know, the same movie with uh, a better seat mm-hmm. and uh, a cheaper ticket price. And we're shooting for a a value on the food, you know, good, fresh cooked food and, you know, a lot of it. And, and that's kind of why we use the nacho cheese sauce that we use. You know, those other guys use that Rico's cheese sauce and it's in a little square plastic container and it's yeah. pre-measured out it's and they take this with you they throw that little plastic container under the heat lamp and then they hand it to you and you peel the top off that plastic uh-huh. container and stick your stick your chip in there and it's just it's pre-packaged and it's been in that little square little square plastic Who knows box how long yeah it, it's never warm enough and so that's kind of why we went to the you know we actually use that gale's liquid cheese it's good and so you know it's 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 harder to prep and harder to do but it's a much better nacho experience well it's tasty and i'll tell you this much it's about four or five dollars cheaper than you'll get at uh, little rock theaters let's just put it that way we're trying to you know, trying to give you this, the the small town value there, and we cook all that food. I you could know, name the theaters, but I won't. Made to order, so you know we don't have white castles under heat lamps. We don't have chicken tenders under heat lamps. We don't have French fries under heat lamps. Right. You order the fries, then we you know if you then come you in, make and, them right. You come in, you order the you know the loaded fries, and so then we're gonna fry the fries, throw on the cheese, throw on the bacon bits, throw on the parmesan, then you know hand that to you as opposed to these fries are sitting under a heat lamp, which is horrible i I don't know i I don't like the whole tell you i don't like the pre the pre-made food and then handing that out i don't really like that just like when you come in i want the popcorn popping there you go i was gonna bring this yes yes yeah i want to hear it popping see it popping smell it popping know that it's right out of the kettle and and that's yes i i bought popcorn yesterday or when we were doing the show live over at riverdale 10 and mike says you want to wait about two minutes and it's going to start popping here in a moment. And I said, right. absolutely. Right. He says, I'll catch it as it comes out yes, of the popper. That's, it. And that's what he did for right, me. Right, because I, because I preach, right, because I preach that constantly. That's what I want. You know, I don't want to go in there during the rush of people coming in and out, and that's when they're visiting at the session stand. Because once people sit down, the movie's playing, they don't really come out to the concession. Well, they don't want to leave. A few people come out and get a refill or something. Yeah. I want that popcorn rolling out of there. You know, rolling out of there. That was that was always a joke when I was at the theater every day. Man, I want that popcorn rolling out. It's like rolling thunder. I want to hear, want to hear it going. It smells good. That was a joke for a long time. The rolling thunder joke. We had a popcorn yeah. popper called Rolling Thunder. Cool. <laughs> I kept that kept that thing going. But just it's got to be that way. That's the only way to do popcorn, man. How much does one of those machines cost? Ten. Is it ten k? Yeah. Well, I'll have yeah. to start saving my dineros. I'm just thinking to have. A single. I don't need a the double like you have, but a single one just to make my own popcorn. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't. I, people don't realize just how capital intensive the movie business is. But if you're going to build a movie theater, it's a million an auditorium. 
Yeah, so, I know you've talked about yeah. that. If you're gonna if you're gonna put up an eight screen, that's eight million bucks these days. Have you know? some money. Yeah, I mean that's that's why small towns don't have theaters anymore. It's it's gotten it's gotten to be such a capital intensive thing with the cost of the sound, the screens, the seats, the projectors, and then you know you've got the construction of your building, and you, you know you've got to really have something over the top these days and that's why you look around at the smaller towns and they they really don't have a movie theater or they don't have a movie theater you know that's nice if mm-hmm. if, if these smaller towns have a movie theater they have something that's just kind of barely hanging on it was it was you know built in the 70s 80s or 90s and you know here we are uh you know, 20, 20 years down the road, yeah, 25, 30, 40 years later. New and they're, sound, they're new just, projection. Yeah, they're just trying to hold on. Right. Uh, you know, and try to make it work there in the small town because it's, it's gotten so uh, so hyper-competitive. And there's a lot of, you know, home entertainment options now. Uh, so uh, the the demographic of that has changed. On the other end, a lot of the theaters that are open, they've been, you know, swallowed up by the major chains. And, and, and you know, you see that happening as well. I mean... Uh, used to, you know, you had a lot of independent exhibitors in the in the exhibition business, a lot of independent theaters out there in the country. But now, well over half of the screens in North America are controlled by, um, you know, the three largest chains. Right, um, Cinemark, Regal, and who else? Uh, well, Regal is now owned by Cineworld, which, okay. is a, which is a company out of the U.K., and they are the second largest chain in the world. Uh, yeah, Regal is no longer an American company. They're owned by wow. Cineworld. They're out, of, they're out of London, U.K., uh, and then uh, AMC is uh, owned okay. by a Chinese company. They're the largest in the world. AMC's got 10,000 screens. Uh, Cineworld is 8,000 roughly. And then uh, in America, the third largest chain is Cinemark, and they've got 6,000 screens. Those are your top three American chains, and they, they control 60% of movie screens easily in North America. But see, Matt understands he can control the other 40%. And he's out to conquer them. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like doing. I mean, I like doing what we're doing in the small towns, um, and you know, it, it it has worked out well for us, and that's well within our will. You found your niche, man. I, I, I think so. I think so. That's been that's, that's cool. been real good. Yeah, that's been real good. That's so. really good. All Absolutely. Right. Let's take a break. Thank you. We got another break here. Then we'll come back. Matt's going to be with us for a while. He's going to be with us in the next half hour. Cat Robinson coming up. Starting at about 3.35. If you like cheese dip, you're going to want to hear what she has to say, as well as one of my favorite foodstuffs, pizza. I love pizza. So we'll be talking about pizza here in the state of Arkansas as well. Hey, don't forget about Horton's Orthotics and Prosthetics. They're, they're on the cutting edge all the time. They got the new facility coming together, which really the old facility It's their first uh, location that they opened uh, when they became a business over on 12th Street here in Little Rock back in the uh, late 80s. And uh, they're up and updating it, state-of-the-art, latest technology and prosthetics, orthotics, got a great new waiting room, you know, uh, central heat and air, and got a new gate room for those ladies that uh, need help because they've had breast surgery. They can help you there. they got a special area for that with the privacy and comfort you need while you're fitted. And uh, it's all because of Horton's prides itself on taking care of their patients. Give them the best facility, give them the best service, help them reach 100% of the mobility they're looking to reach. So remember, six locations with the new updated facility in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Bryant, Conway, Fort Smith, and Searcy. 
That's Horton's Orthotics and Prosthetics, providing a lifetime of support. All right, back with you here on the uh, Dave Ellswick Show. I was just notified by Rose Mims, all you folks who came last night to see Gosnell. You know, there were some uh, monies that had to be, you know, ponied up to make sure Ann got here from Ireland and things of that nature. And uh, the folks, uh, uh, some other folks have been uh, helping out the folks at the Arts Right to Life. But last night, just through your uh, generous donations, uh, raised uh, nearly $370 for Arkansas Right to Life. So that was that was great. And we appreciate uh, your help uh, to defray some of those expenses that that occurred last uh, last night. So happy to see that that happened. So it was a, a great, great, great uh, success last night at uh, Riverdale 10 for the movie Guys Now. All right, coming up next week, and and I'm going to get into the discussions with uh, Matt on these uh, in the next hour because there's some great movies coming up during the month of October. Next weekend, uh, opening up is the remake, uh, the third remake, in fact, of A Star is Born uh, with Lady Gaga uh, in it along with uh, Bradley Cooper and Sam Elliott. So that is uh, on its way uh, to the big screen next week. Next week on Friday as well. This is kind of an interesting uh, uh, shot, uh, Russ. This is going to be going to be interesting. Star is Born is going to, you know, draw the ladies. The ladies really want to see this movie. Uh a lot of young people may want to see this movie because Lady Gaga's in it, but it's going up against another movie that's opening that a lot of people have been waiting for. Tom Hardy is uh, starring in it, along with Michelle Williams and, of course, Woody Harrelson, and that's Venom, the the comic book character movie that's, that's coming out that a lot of people have been waiting for, so... Uh, it should do big box office as well. It'd be interesting to see which one is going to be number one at the box office. What's your thought? Well, I, I'm kind of tossed because Venom has always been a villain as far as I'm concerned. And yeah. To drop him into the hero role, if if you would, it seems like that's the case of this movie. Are they going to be able to pull this off? I mean. I don't know. We're going to find out. Yeah, we definitely will find out. You'll find out in week one, to be honest with you, if yeah. it's even worth it. Well, um, it, uh, I, a lot of people have seen uh, early prints, and they're really impressed with it. So it but looks to really see great. Venom without Spider-Man? Well, that's, they're, they're, but they're doing a, a standalone to get you ready for Venom in Spider-Man. He's coming up in Spider-Man. That's coming. So that's this is make weird that they're doing it this way because usually it's the other way around. They bring him in and then they drop him and and then they drop him on the standalone. I mean, you think about the way that that they did uh, did with well, I hate to say it, but Spider Man in the uh, in in the Avengers movies Take and Black Panther Spider- and, and the way they did um, um, oh. Uh, uh, the the black not the black cat the, the oh the, talking about uh, Black Panther Black Panther yeah. thank you yeah that's what I was mentioning Black Panther was really uh, really good they're going to do you know 
Captain Marvel. That's going to be done that way because Captain Marvel standalone movie, but then it's she's going to be in, of course, uh, Avengers well, A4, Four. She's the she's the she's the savior that, of A Four. That's who that you know the guy that uh, Jackson was calling there at the end of uh, the last Avengers movie. Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah, he's getting hold of her. Anyway, the week after now coming up on October twelfth, quickly. Bad times at the El Royale. Now, I'm kind of interested in this. I don't know what to expect exactly from it, but it's got a great cast. Chris Helmsworth is in it. Dakota Johnson is in it. And John Hamm. I'm just waiting for John Hamm to bust out in a movie. He, This guy has got bona fide superstar written all over him. I mean, he was so good. Did you see him in Baby Driver? No, I didn't oh even see the movie. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. He was so good in that. So that's coming out. Also coming out, Beautiful Boy with Steve Carell. Uh, that's got a lot of uh, hot uh, discussion going on. And then one that's got a lot of discussion going on, not all of it positive, is First Man, which is going to be about Armstrong. And, uh, you know, First Man going to the moon, walking on the moon, Ryan Gosling in it, Claire Foy in it, Jason Clark in it. And it will be interesting to see, you know, how people turn out for it because they don't show the planning, planting of the American flag on the moon. And they said, well, it, you know, Ryan Gosling made the statement, well, it was a world event, not just an American event. I pardon. Yeah, you're changing history because in 68, uh, when that happened, the United States and Russia were in, we're a, in a space race. race and it was an American thing. And uh, I don't want to sound too nationalistic here, but I don't mind it because I am nationalistic when it comes to the United States, greatest nation on earth. Bottom line is that that, that planting that flag was a big deal. So I think it may hurt them at the box office, to be quite honest. All right, let's get to the news. Then uh, Matt's going to be back with us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Another half hour with him. And then Kat Robinson, tie-dye travel woman. On her way, talking about cheese dip and my favorite delectable food, pizza. Pizza. Nice, get back. Uh, We're waiting for Matt to join us back here in the studio. Uh, I was talking about uh, what's coming up uh, on the weekend of October 12th, which is weekend uh, a week from uh, Friday or today. You got uh, what's coming? No. Two weeks from today. Yeah, Bad Times at the El Royale, Beautiful Boy, and First Man all coming out on that weekend, along with, and and don't discount some of these movies because a lot of people discounted them a couple of years ago when uh, the the first movie came out, and then now here come the sequels. Goosebumps 2, Haunted Halloween opens that weekend as well. I think that's going to do well just because it's going to be a kid's movie. And it's the only kid's movie that will be opening on that weekend. So that will give it some real uh, box office punch, I'm sure. On October 19th, big movie opening that weekend, as we get a couple weekends out from uh, Halloween, is the remake and the uh, release of Jamie uh, Lee Curtis' In Halloween, the um, what they're calling now 
sequel to the original Halloween because it picks up after the original Halloween. You have to just kind of uh, uh, forget about all of the movies after the first one, and then you pick up with this one. Well, Matt's back, so because I, I, I wanted to ask him some questions about the movies and the box office that he says. All right. Absolutely. Yeah, let's start next weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Star is born. Oh, man, I tell you what, just off the hook, awesome. That is going to be an Academy Award-nominated motion picture. I cannot wait to see that film. That is on my must-see lists. Um, right. I, Lady I, Gaga, Bradley Cooper, Sam Elliott. What is not to love about that? I mean, when you think back to Bette Midler and Chris Christopherson, how good that film was. And, man, I'm excited about A Star is Born. Very excited. Okay. And then you can go back Star is Born and go back to Barbara Streisand. That, I'm sorry. I'm You're sorry. You're thinking of Rose. I sure am. You're right, which is that another Miller, film another that I movie. loved. Yeah, yes, they, they yes. could remake The Rose. As the far Rose as was concerned. good. Yeah, that's that's it's true. Kind of that's what I'm thinking about. A Star is Born is, um, the original is. Um, Back in the 50s. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about the one from, um, was that Barbara Streisand? Yeah, Barbara Streisand. Okay. Chris Christopherson. Yeah, yeah. That's just. And Chris, Chris Christopherson and Streisand were, you know, white hot at that time. And they were good on the screen. They really were. Yeah, they had great, I, great chemistry. I can't wait for that film on the on the on October fifth. That's a must see. Put that on your Oscar contender list. Okay. okay so okay. What but, else? But here's the key on October fifth. You got that movie coming yes. out. Mm-hmm. What else? And you have Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams and Woody Harrelson in Venom. You know, Venom looks good, and obviously, you know, two very different motion pictures. Um, I'm a big Tom Hardy fan. Yeah, yes. And, you know, this film is from Sony, and Sony stepping into that Marvel universe yep. is, is very rare and unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you're a Tom Hardy fan. Yeah, I am. So big that, Hardy yes, fan. Yes, that is, that, is uh, that is a stellar lineup for the first Friday in October uh, 2018. Who wins the box office? Uh, wow I, you know this is what i think i think venom being a marvel film is a heavy front-loaded film and it'll be number one that weekend and everybody will rush out to watch it that is the standard way marvel motion pictures work but star okay? wars is a long in for the long haul a star is born a star war yeah a star, star is, is born, born yes yeah. a star is born is going to open it's going to have a good opening weekend and then it's going to have tremendous legs because A Star is Born is going to benefit from great reviews and wonderful word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And that will propel A Star is Born at the box office and have it stick around week after week after week until these award nominations start coming out. And as you get into that, as you get in November and you start hearing about the National Review's Best Movies of the Year and the Screen Actors Guild and the Directors Guild and all these people. More money pours in. The Star is Born will be on those lists. Mm -hmm. And And it'll be on the Grammy list, too. And then you'll get into December and the Golden Globe nominations. You'll get into January and the Oscar nominations. And A Star is Born will still be a word-of-mouth talked-about motion picture. So on October 5th, Venom is going to open as the number one picture in the country and do mega box office. There's no doubt in my mind. A Star is Born will come in number two, and it will be a distant number two. Oh, you believe it's going to be distant? Yes, it will be distant because Venom is massively front-end loaded. But A Star is Born will stick around and stay on screens and do business and benefit from word-of-mouth, and it'll have some great legs to it. I mean, nobody going in would have said that Crazy Rich Asians would be on the screen for eight weeks and be a top five motion picture all eight weeks. 
So A Star is Born is there. It's solid. It's a must-see. You just need to put that on your list of top motion pictures for 2018. It's in there. October is an incredible month. It is year. a great October for Movies. film. It is. Yes. October 12th. Absolutely. You tell us about this one because I've heard about it. I want to see it just because of the cast. Chris Helmsworth, Dakota Johnson, John Hamm. Let me just say, I'm I'm a huge, huge fan of John Hamm. He just needs a break, and he's going to be a superstar. I mean a superstar. This guy in Baby Driver was freaking awesome. He, you remember him in Baby Driver? That's a Driver? very underrated motion picture. I, I thought Baby Driver and, um, you know, we had the um, – Oh, you know, The Assassin in Berlin. Those films came out at the same time. Uh, oh, you're talking about American. Oh, you're talking about, uh, yeah, Blonde. Yeah. Suic- no, I want to say Suicide yeah. Blonde. Yeah. That's not what it is. But, yeah, that that was the one with yeah. uh, Charlize Theron. It, those were so good. Oh, both that, of the, both that, those summers, 2017, great films. That, that movie is one of the movies like, you know, Vacation. Yeah, she did a good job. I see that movie, and I stop, and I yes. watch it every time. Well, I see blonde, and I, 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 I said atomic blonde, mm-hmm. and I sit, and no matter where I, I fall in on it, I watch it. Two great films. Two great films. Uh, so what's your what's your pictures on the 12th? The 12th. Let me get to them. I just lost it because my phone shut down. Coming back. All right. On the 12th, Bad Times at the El Royale. That looks very interesting, and I, I'm just telling you, I, I want to see it. But the big movie that weekend, kind, maybe. All right, maybe. First man, Ryan Gosling. Now. Got some real uh, bad press going on this movie no. just because of the planning of the American flag not no. being in it. No, no, no. First man is from the same team that brought you La La Land. You've got the same scriptwriters on board with this. You've got the same stars. You've got the same director. You're going to have to put first man on your list as an Oscar contender. It's going to be on your list of must-see motion pictures. It's also going to be a picture that pops in there and sticks around for the long haul, okay? No, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying when we come up on uh, opening day, will it be the number one motion picture? I don't believe so. What else do you have on the 12th? Okay, we got the El, El Royale, uh-huh. Beautiful Boy with Steve Carell, which looks very interesting as mm-hmm. well, although I think it's going to be more of an art house movie. And one that I think you got you can't – Consider it out of the running. Goosebumps too. Yeah, Goosebumps too will be a good little kid movie. The, the, but, the, but first it's man, a, it's should, the only family movie that weekend. Well, first man should take the box office um, that weekend, and first man's going to stick around. And it is a definitely must see motion picture for um, for twenty eighteen. Uh, El Royal will be all right, and uh, Goosebumps will be something to take the kids to. But the movie that weekend is First Man. Put that on your list with the stars born as a must see. Okay. You know, I'm, gonna, I'm going to go see First Man, but I am pissed off, to be honest with you, that a bunch of Canadians decided that planting the American flag on the moon wasn't such a big deal, that it was it was an, uh, 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 you know, a U.N. kind of thing. And I, I'm, I'm going, man, you can't go back to that to end of the 60s and not understand that was an America-Russia thing. The space race was at its apex at that moment. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that has a negative impact on the quality of the motion picture. No, no, no. I'm not saying Something the quality. Something that, that should have saying, been included, but 
Yeah, seriously included. You know, it, 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 it's um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's kind of like the one where we had the superstar mathematician, and and she was working for for NASA, and they were telling her story because she was a black woman yeah. that helped with the space race. And, Great movie. And and hidden figures. Yeah, it was a great movie. And and there was so much that sh- that that could have been included in that movie. They had to decide we're going to tell this part of the story and wrap this thing up in two hours. So when you're talking about First Man, there's just so much that could be there. And so at some point you've got to say this is what we're telling. You know, mm-hmm. um, th- there'll be people that watch First Man, and not only not only with the flag on the moon, but other aspects of that and of his entire experience and that process that's left out of that film that um, people will have wanted in it. But it is a top 2018 motion picture. All right, then we come to next week, uh, October 19th. Movie would be probably be number one at the box office. Very close. It's fl- it's front end loaded as well as. As Matt likes to mention, Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. A lot of internet buzz on that. That's going to be a good film. That's a good date for it. That's that's um, that's going to be a, a a great film, no doubt about it. Um, you know, if you if you like scary movies, you know that's the the granddaddy of them all. You <laughs> it really is. You got to get in there for that. What else you got showing for the nineteenth? And uh, that's about it on the nineteenth. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the nineteenth, yeah. you got. Uh, you got Halloween. Mm-hmm. You got one that I keep seeing, The Hate You Give, which will find an audience, I believe. That's a limited date that day. They'll widen it out later. That's Key Cities that Friday. Okay. Yeah. Galveston with uh, Elle Fanning. Uh, that's supposed to be good. Very small Foster. independent release. Key Cities only. And uh, what was the other one that was coming out that looked good? What They Had, which has got to be a limited release as well with Hillary Swank. And I'd like... I always am interested to see what Swank's up to. Great actress. And the following weekend? Uh, get into October 26th. If you want to laugh, Johnny English Strikes Again. Hunter Killer, which sounds very interesting. London Fields, which I'm not all that up on. Indivisible Border and the Viper Club. Yeah, now uh, Hunter Killer's from Lionsgate. Uh, submarine battle deal there and and, Ooh, and you know yeah good, a, a fair motion picture um the problem is that's kind of the halloween weekend there and traditionally halloween weekend is off kind of an off time for movies because people do their halloween parties and their trick-or-treating so you don't have a lot of films um loaded in a lot of marquee motion pictures loaded into that weekend mm-hmm. you see your marquee motion pictures getting opened on these three fridays before the actual six, halloween what, six, weekend nine, uh, six nineteen and whatever. halloween weekend yeah twelfth yeah, yeah yeah the the fifth the twelfth and the nineteenth have your best october movies now when you get into november uh, you'll get into that first Friday in November, and you've got Bohemian Rhapsody opening that Friday. That's going to be an interesting That's also going to be an award contender motion picture right there, right along with First Man and uh, A Star is Born. Uh, That's Bohemian be Rhapsody. Very, yes. Bohemian Rhapsody, watch for it also uh, in the Grammys. And A Star is Born, watch for it since Lady Gaga's in it in the Grammys as well. Be uh, be very interesting. Uh, November 2nd is Bohemian Rhapsody. Suspira is opening as well, November 2nd. Uh, November 9th, The Girl in the Spider's Web. Uh, the, Gink, uh, the Grinch with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is coming out. Overlord, that one should have been back for Halloween. 
I'm just saying Overlord looks really, really interesting. It's not a World War II f- film, guys. I'm just telling you. It's a monster movie. Well, in November, your massive box office hits are Grinch, Wreck-It Ralph 2, and Fantastic Beasts. That comes out November 16th. Those are your three powerhouse, big box office, big ticket sale movies in the month of November. Ralph breaks the internet. Yes, but um, it's there's a lot of motion pictures going in November. There's 15 motion pictures being released. Thanksgiving's always a good movie going time, but now your three top ticket sales will be uh, Ralph and uh, Fantastic Beasts, um, of course, right on in there, uh, and Grinch. Grinch is going to be a powerhouse, too. Those are your big November movies. All right, so we'll come back, talk uh, December, some big ones coming out in December as well. Hey, look, if you're looking for a, a new gig and you want to be able to do something with your hands, you like to work with your hands, you like to work outside, you like to be involved with your community, if you're detail-oriented, then uh, the place to go is PI Roofing. They're expanding. They're expanding massively, and they need some people. They would like you to consider them. So if you can work with your hands, you thrive in the outdoors, then you need to be a part of their team. PI Roofing Home Solutions expanding their operations department. For instance, Commercial Roofing and Service Division, uh, residential roofing and service division, home solutions division. Uh, you can help make a difference with them. Climb your ladder of success with PI Roofing. Uh, contact them at piroofing.com. It's P-I roofing, one word, dot com, or 501-707-3551. All right, let's talk about December. I'm kind of wanting to run over this stuff just so you'll know what's coming your way. Uh, December couple of movies that I'm I'm interested in. Mary Queen of Scots. I'm I'm those historical dramas like that. Mm-hmm. I love those movies. So I'm sure that'll show up over at Riverdale 10 oh, absolutely. and I'll be going to go see absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh it's got uh, Jimmy Chan in it, Margot Robbie's in it. Uh be a good movie. Absolutely. Vo- Vox Lux, which sounds interesting with Natalie Portman and June, uh, Jude Law. Uh, that's about a pop star that becomes a superstar. When's it go? It uh, It's going to be December 7th. First Friday in December? Yes. Something's wrong with it. Pearl Harbor Day. Something's wrong with it. Really? Yeah. You yeah. don't think they were trying to drop it in there just to make sure it gets into the awards season? Mm, no. Okay. If they were doing that, they'd go on Christmas. All if right. it's going the first Friday in December like that, and the mm-hmm. first picture you mentioned was an indie film, yes. and that's a great play date for an indie motion picture. But if you've got the, the, the second picture that you mentioned, what that means is it's not good enough to go Thanksgiving break and not good enough to go Christmas break. Therefore, something's wrong with it. The mm. first Friday in December that weekend right there is is kind of a dead zone at the movies because people are like cows. They're very predictable, and people have a very much a herd mentality. And so the Wednesday before Thanksgiving through the Sunday after Thanksgiving, that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, everybody's going to go out. They're going to go shopping. They're going to go out to eat. They're going to go to the movies, and they're going to just spend a massive amount of money. And they're all going to be mad and angry because there's lines and everything's crowded. <laughs> and, and they're going to be angry when they look at their mm-hmm. checkbook when they're done. They're going to be real upset and mad and angry and because, you know, school's out and, you know, they've got to go out there and do that mm-hmm. because 
I don't know because they're stupid. Because it's Christmas, it's pr- holiday. They want to participate in that Black Friday stupidity. Yeah, that's and so everywhere true. you go, there's going to be lines. It's going to be crowded. It's going to be massive amounts of people spending money, and they basically shoot their wide. Yeah, and then the Monday after Thanksgiving, nobody does nothing, and the following week they do nothing, and the following week they do nothing. And so uh, that's when I do a lot. Yeah, the first, the first <laughs> everybody else yeah, has the, all been out there and done right. The first weekend in December, nobody goes to movies. Right. Now the weekend of Thanksgiving, everybody goes, and then they're mad because it's crowded. All right, so you let know. me give you. So some if movies. you got a movie coming out the first Friday in December, if it's an independent motion picture, and it's a small distribution company, and they're only going to go to a few hundred theaters, they're going to open that weekend because they know the competition is light. Uh-huh. But if you've got a mega star driven thing that's getting a wide release like the Vox thing, it's it's a dog. Lux Vox. It's a dog. Nobody, right. it, it's a dog, and they're like, eh, we got to release it somehow. Here, Pff, dump it the some, first Friday in December. Here's some more dates in December. December 19th. It's the only movie opening that weekend, and there's a reason for it because it's going to blow everything else out of, out of the world. Mary Poppins Returns. That's going to be huge. Have you seen the trailer? It looks fantastic. That's Friday the 19th. What yeah. what day is Christmas Day? Um, Wednesday, is it not this year? Oh, I'm just I'm just trying to look. Let me pull December up on so my calendar. That's a Wednesday, December 19th, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. December 21st is Aquaman yeah, yeah. and Bumblebee. Now, they're, now we're telling the truth. Uh, Mary Poppins is trying to get out two days in front of those monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mary Poppins is trying to do some Tuesday night, Wednesday, and Thursday business before Aquaman and Bumblebee open. Okay, I'm going to tell everybody about another movie real okay, quickly sure, here. Sure, Don't miss this movie when it shows up because it's going to be lost behind Bumblebee, Aquaman, and Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. and it's Alita Battle Angel. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you. Yeah, Bad Angel looks good. Be watching for Bad it. Bad Angel looks good. Yeah, Disney's got three movies to finish out the year. They've got The Nutcracker. They've yes. got... Uh, Ralph and they've got Mary Poppins. Ralph will be the biggest of those. Mary Poppins second, Nutcracker third. All right. Ralph will outgross Mary Poppins. All right. You yeah. heard it from him. Yeah. I think Mary Poppins is going to be a huge hit. Monster. Like, like just I think one okay. of the biggest. If Disney Mary, movies. if, it's if gonna Mary, be like a, another Toy Story. If Mary Poppins does two hundred million, Ralph will do two fifty. <laughs> okay. And and seriously, and 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 uh, Nutcracker will do. 50. Go to a movie this weekend. Go to Riverdale 10. Riverdale10.com. Cabot VIP, Hot Springs VIP, or Cersei VIP. Matt Smith, thank you very much. Cat Robinson coming up after we do the news here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We continue here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Cat Robinson is, is on her, her way. She is She was out doing a photo shoot. She's running a few minutes late. She'll be here. So let's talk about uh, what's going on in the wonderful world of Washington, D.C., because things, have, as always, can change, and they have changed. The president, uh, now that we know that they want to have this uh, uh, FBI investigation, he's going to have to be the one that calls for it because he's the president. He says he wanted uh, the Senate to, to, to work this out. Sounds like they have. It sounds like what we're going to get is uh, there will be no preliminary vote uh, this weekend, that would be uh, the way it would have worked if they knew they had all the votes. The way it would have worked was that Saturday we'd had a procedural vote, and uh, they would have voted, and that would have shown 
where everybody was going to be on probably Monday or Tuesday for the final vote. And then they would have had the final vote, and then Kavanaugh would go into the Supreme Court. Now to placate, you know, the the Dems, uh, they're going to do what Flake asked to be done. And, and for you to understand why Flake did what he is doing, we've got the little speech that he gave today at the uh, Senate Judiciary Committee, and here's what he had to say. I uh, have been speaking with a number of people on the other side. We've had conversations ongoing for a while uh, with regard to um, making sure that we do due diligence here. And I think it would be uh, proper to delay the floor vote uh, for up to but not more than one week uh, in order to let the FBI um, continue uh, to do an investigation limited in time and scope uh, to the current allegations that are there and uh, limit in time to no more than one week. And I, I will vote to advance the bill uh, to the floor with that understanding. And I, I've spoken to a few other members uh, um, who uh, on my side of the aisle that may be supportive as well. But that's my position. I, I think that, uh, that we, we ought to do what we can to make sure that, uh, that we do all due diligence with a nomination this important. And I want to say that this committee has acted properly and uh, the chairman has been over backwards uh, to do investigations from this committee and to delay this vote in this committee for a week so that Judge, or that, uh, that Ms. Ford, Dr. Ford could be heard, and she was yesterday. Uh, so, so that's with that agreement, uh, I will vote to advance the bill to the floor. Okay, so what, we've ha- what we're seeing right now is political theater. This is kabuki theater at its worst, all right, just to be honest. The Republicans are doing everything that they can do for you ladies out there. That's what they're doing. They're proving to you they'll do this. They'll, they'll call the FBI and they know they they know that don't think that they don't know the facts and that what the FBI is going to find. They do. They've already done their own investigation about this. If they thought that uh, uh, you know Kavanaugh was was spoiled meat, they'd already discarded him. That's not the case. They've continued to support him. The uh, senators that. You have been talked to in the Republican ranks uh, by Flake. There's three people in this whole thing. There's three people. Flake, who is like his name, a Flake, okay? And he's, he's a huge moderate. That's something you got to understand. That's why he's not rerunning. He's not looking for reelection because he could never get reelected. The numbers on him in Arizona were abysmal. He's such a terrible senator. So he's making his last grandiose move, uh, and he's making the grandiose move that he can make because he's a moderate. A couple other moderates on this committee, Mikowski of Alaska, Collins, of course, uh, from up in uh, the Northeast. So those are the, the, two, the two senators uh, on the Republican side that uh, the Flake's been talking to. And they have been the votes that everybody has been uh, really concerned about. Corker was another one. He came out and said he would support Kavanaugh. 
uh, earlier in the week. Bottom line, let's just be honest here. This is theater. It's kabuki, uh, you know, kabuki uh, matinee time, uh, and it, it's to make the the Democrats. It's to cut them off at the pass, saying, "Look, we'll take another week, but we're not going to let you just continue dragging this out forever. We're not going to let that happen." And uh, the FBI is going to come in. Uh, the president said, "Let the, the the Senate decide." Well, they've decided. Now they need decided. They need the president now uh, to ask the FBI to intervene. He should be uh, asking them today. I would expect uh, it won't take a full week. It shouldn't take a full week. Uh, you know, Mark Judge has already said that he'll talk to, to the FBI. He has no problem with it. And so will the other people, I'm sure, although they're not required to have to talk to the FBI. Understand that. I mean, this is not a criminal investigation, so they cannot make people talk to them. So uh, keep that in mind uh, as well. The vote was taken today. Uh, I'll let you hear it. If you missed it, here's what it sounded like. Last night on Twitter and some on television were mocking the fact that uh, he remained a virgin until he was married. Uh, obviously a central tenet of conservative Catholicism, of of concern. All right, that's the wrong piece of audio. That's from uh, his uh, testimony uh, about the um, things that were said about him and Dr. Ford. Do we, do we have the vote? We got uh, Russ is looking. We have a, a, ton, a ton of stuff. I mean, there's like 50 different voice bites over there. And uh, we're, so we're searching out the one that we're looking for right now so we can play that and get it for you. Um, the delay means that a floor vote on Kavanaugh's confirmation, which had been expected on Tuesday, will now happen three days later. That's Friday. Senators will move forward with a procedural vote, which they're saying is expected on Saturday. I've, I've seen some newer things saying that the procedural vote uh, may not come up. Senate Majority Whip John Con- uh, Conran of Texas, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky, and other, uh, other uh, Republicans had huddled in McConnell's office today to discuss how to proceed on the confirmation following a call from a number of key senators to delay the vote. So let's uh, find out and hear about that vote. Court. The nomination to the floor. The clerk will call the roll. Whoa. Uh, wait, that's not my understanding of what, Mr. Chairman, let the senator explain it. Uh, he, that, that is my, under, my, my understanding, and if the Democrats could speak to it, if Chris or, or you, as no. we talked about before, that the Democrats would accept and endorse a, a one-week uh, FBI investigation limited in time and scope. Well, that is correct. Since you're, the deciding, since you're the deciding vote here, we'll vote, and then if there's any sort of discussion, we'll go do that after the vote. Call the roll. Aye. Mr. Graham. Aye. Mr. Cornyn. Aye. Mr. Cruz. 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 Aye. Mr.
No. Ms. Klobuchar? No. Mr. Coon? Um, the nominee, no. Mr. Blumenthal? No. Ms. Corona? No. Mr. Booker? No. Ms. Harris? No. Mr. Chairman? Aye. Mr. Chairman, the votes are 11 days, 10 days. The nominee will be reported to the Mr. floor. Mr. Chairman? There you go. I, I just love that, uh, what's her name, uh, Feinstein just acts like she's totally lost during all of this. What? <laughs> That's right. Here's what she kept saying. What? 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 So anyway. What? All right. So here is the way it looks like it's going to play out. The president will ask the FBI to look into the allegation from Dr. Ford. They have less than a week to do it. In fact, they're to do it as, you know, judiciously and as quickly as possible. It looks like the final vote from the floor of the Senate where, you know, that either confirms or does not confirm uh, Kavanaugh as the next Supreme Court justice will happen Friday of next week. And I, I'm just telling you, it's kabuki theater. That's 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 really all this is, is kabuki theater. It's giving the Democrats a little bit of what they want. It's the Republicans that uh, and they're out uh, the show to uh, the, the the female gender of this country that they're not a bunch of just hardcore old white men and not paying any attention to what's going on, and so they're going to turn it over to the FBI. But I'm telling you, it's a done deal. You know, you know, Kavanaugh's going in. He's going to be the next Supreme Court uh, justice on the uh, on the court. All right. Applied uh, research. You know, they do these clinical research studies, which explores the safety and effectiveness of uh, investigational drugs. And you can be part of this. All you have to do, as I suggest, is go to their website. It is A.R.C. Arkansas. It's one word. A.R.C. Arkansas dot com. And then you can click on any of these studies that are there. And there's uh, about eight or nine or maybe even ten of these studies. And you, you got drop-down menus. You look at them. Uh, in the menus, it'll tell you what it takes to qualify. You know, for instance, how, do you have to be a certain age? Do you have to have a certain disease uh, or whatever? It'll tell you if there's any compensation. All the specifics, excuse me, specifics will be there and if you want to try to do that particular clinical research study, then you can uh, type in the necessary information and send it to Applied Research. So you got diabetes, you've got atopic dermatitis, you got acne, you got asthma, you got a low testosterone study, overactive bloody uh, bladder study, kidney stones, pediatric uh, irritable bowel syndrome. I got there's all kinds of studies. So again, the place to go. ARCArkansas.com. ARCArkansas.com. Check it out or call 501 954 7822. Kat Robinson is sitting in the studio with me. We'll be back and talk to her about, well, my favorite food group, pizza, as well as cheese dip, which is a close second. We've got more coming your way in a moment. All right, back with you. So the big question, Kat looks at me, is we're not going to talk politics. I'm just going to tell you that right now. It's, uh, we've talked enough <laughs> politics this whole week. Here, here, here you go. She looks at me. She goes, yellow or white? <laughs> okay, I because know exactly, that's the true debate. Yeah, I know what she's talking about immediately. And I looked at her and I said, absolutely white. <laughs> I'm a white 
cheese dip guy. Now, racist. Yeah. Well, ha. Yeah, I'm surprised they're not going to play that that card on me now. You know, somebody <laughs> say you see that shows that Ellswick's a, a white supremacist in his part time uh, life after he's off radio. But yeah, I look. I like that. You know, white cheese dip really isn't a whole lot of cheese. It's spices, it's peppers, it's onions. Uh, there's some dairy component to it. It all, and of course, dairy, it all depends and, and the, on who you're. And you're the dairy, eating. and the dairy component is what cream cheese. Well, some of them. Some it's goat cheese. No, oh, really. Some I, of it's uh, Monterey Jack. Some of it's Wakaka. Well, I've I mean, not had a any of those. Bunch of different cheeses. I've had cream cheese. Really? Yes. Wakaka. Okay. Wakaka. What is Wakaka? It's a. That a sounds kind of weird. Um, it's a great Mexican cheese that's somewhere between, say, um, a Jack, Monterey Jack sort of flavor. Yeah. Um, but it's also got very uh, cottage notes to it. So it's very mild. It melts beautifully. And it's one of those great cheese dips that uh, – um, one of those great cheeses from Mexico that makes a perfect cheese dip. Okay. So I'm going to tell you. All right. Yes. Here, here's, here's my key. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not one of those people who have, you know, high taste, okay? Sure. I'm one of those people that go to – to Walmart, I go to Wally World, uh-huh. and on the end cap in the dairy department, they've got the kind of the clear plastic container that has the white cheese dip in it with the yeah. little Mexican guy on the on the top. Oh, that would be Poncho's. There you go. Now, thing is, Poncho's is an Arkansas original, but the original is yellow, Dave. Okay, well, it is, but I'm they also offer a white, and yeah. it's good, and I like it. Poncho's has been around since the 1950s, and for a while there, they kind of thought that they had created cheese dip, but they hadn't really it was created in 1930s by uh, the donnelly family in little rock well 1930 it goes back that far 1935 wow um so the donnelly's in hot springs arkansas used to have a place called little mexico and when they go on vacation they go to mexico and pick up different things and one year they came back with spices and cheese and made this emulsion and they didn't serve it in the restaurant they served it at you know dinner parties they threw at their house and everyone's like you got to serve this this is great so whenever they opened their new restaurant in Protho Junction called Mexico Chiquito, it was on the menu and it spread like gangbusters. Uh, Poncho's is a bit different, though, because Poncho's is not served hot like most cheese dip that we're used to. Mm-hmm. Now, if I get it in the store, yeah, I'm going to heat it up when I get home because I'm a Philistine like that. But um, <laughs> I, I, Are you a pagan? Is no. that what you're telling me? Oh, no. No, <laughs> uh, there's there's too much good in the world for me to to think that there's not a creator over all of it who's okay. uh, making everything it was, just fantastic. It was a joke. Yeah. Oh, I get you, I get you. But at Poncho's, the cheese dip is served either lukewarm or cold. It's it's just poured and dipped. It's not um, a hot emulsion. And that's how they like it there, which means it's perfect for a uh, um, for an on the shelf product. Now, see. Yeah, I've just gotten where I have begun to eat cheese dip. Yeah, at room temperature or cold. Yeah, I I've always have eaten it and it's been hot. Yes, but I started just opening up the Tostitos uh, cheese dip and Tostitos cheese dip is another animal. But yes, and and dipping it out (laughs) and eating it. All right. Yeah, and Um, I like it too. Tostitos um, has a cheese dip adjacent product that they call. Their queso dip, yeah, uh, and it comes in a jar and requires absolutely no refrigeration. That's uh, right. But it bears more resemblance to what we know as nacho cheese sauce, which is a processed cheese that uh, um, first gained prominence in the 1980s in ballparks. 
it was you know because here you had something that was akin to nachos but nachos nachos are a completely separate thing from cheese dip nachos were created in the 1950s cheese dip was from the 1930s um the legend has it that at a mexican resort on the sea there was a bunch of kids that came in and bugged the crap out of a maitre d at a restaurant and said we're hungry we'll give you money feed us and he went into um the kitchen and just put something together stuck it under the salamander pulled it back out and it they said well him. what is this and said well this is uh this is a dish a la nacho because his name was nacho okay and that's how you get nachos uh nachos are supposed to be individual tortilla pieces that are that have a number of ingredients on them coated with cheese and then put under um under heat or salamander or in an oven what we get at a ballpark however um is a convenience food where or at a movie theater or at a movie theater these days that's squirted onto chips it's not the same thing um there's a new creation these days and i i do say this with a bit of disdain to me um (laughs) that uh is starting to cross the land, and that is taking the idea of the ballpark-style nacho. Yes. Uh, where you put the cheese and the chips, and you put them in a can, and a waiter comes out with this can, and there's a either a big piece of wax paper or a platter or something on there in the middle of a table, and the waiter comes over and thwomp, bangs that can down and knocks all those chips out onto this pile, picks it up, and they spread everywhere. Doesn't and sound why? appetizing. There's no good reason that for this. That doesn't sound appetizing <laughs> no, at all. No, no. And I've seen it. And I'm like, where have we come to? Oh my goodness. See, I eat nachos out at the uh, uh, Cabot uh, VIP Cinema. All right, uh, yeah. And they do nachos, and you get a lot of the cheese sauce with it. You get really good. They got good chips. They're they're crispy and they mm-hmm. they're really good. And then when they put a little of that cheese sauce all over the chips, and then I ask for jalapenos, they'll give you about 20 or 25 mm-hmm. of them. Now we're talking. Yes. You know, light me up while I'm watching the movie. You know what I'm saying? But these are ballpark-style nachos. Yes. They are not the original dish. Yeah. But, okay. you know, it will fill the belly, just like all that popcorn. I eat plenty all of that, too. popcorn. <laughs> Usually I eat the, the extra-large nacho, and then, and, and then with my lovely bride we knock off at least one big bucket of popcorn i thought you were trying to eat healthy dave yeah well (laughs) not when it comes to when i go to the movie theater i cannot walk into a movie theater Mm -hmm. and and matt matt smith is to be blamed for this because when it's time for the evening rush yes he tells his people to be popping the popcorn continuously yes so that you get that smell as soon as you walk in the door I'm a goner as soon as I smell it. It's part of the experience. You know, i got to eat I, popcorn at that I point. I preach about Arkansas food and just food in general, and the reason that we hold on to memories of food is because we engage all of our senses. That's exactly what they're playing on there. You have that scent that hits you, and you're like, I must put this product in my mouth. Yeah, I start my eyes. You know, I get those eyes that got the little curly things in there. <laughs> yeah. Must have popcorn. Oh, it's a hard, hard habit to break. But I'll tell you what will break you. The Lord of the Rings movies with the extra large popcorn <laughs> and the extra large sodas. And and you're just uh, uh, wincing because you know um, you still have another two hours to go. And you don't want to miss a bit, but you got to go. Yeah, you got <laughs> like to go, go. And I need another bucket of popcorn. Okay, we'll be back. 
Cat Robinson is here. TyDiedTravels.com. It's her website. We'll talk a little bit about that, too, when we come back. And we're going to talk pizza. I just got my Marcos coupon for 30% off. I'll be using it this weekend. All right, phone line. I'm going to open it right now, 823-0965, 823-0965. Uh, we don't have it on today because we're working on the new uh, uh, technology we're going to be using in the studios. As you notice, uh, the cameras are gone. We had a major hard drive crash. Oh, I hate this. You know, blue screen stuff. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to spend the cash to fix it, Okay, be honest, because I was told it may work as well as it did. It may not. Well, I'm not interested then. So we started using a brand new piece of equipment. You may be familiar with it, Mevo. Are you familiar with Mevo? I am not familiar with Mevo. Mevo is, remember that little camera I used to have sitting right in front of me? Yeah. It's a little bit bigger than that. Okay. Uh, you work it with live stream mm -hmm. and it live streams right to my Facebook page on Facebook live. And it goes to a YouTube page for me. Marvelous. All right. And it just sits on the end of the, the desk here and everybody can see everybody. And, uh, we're, we're working on getting the sound that we can put into the Mevo instead of people just listening to the ambient sound in the studio. Sure. So uh, we're all we're we're doing that. And plus, I think if we put the the studio sound in, it will cut off us from being heard during the breaks. Right. Which is important because yesterday I had to warn everybody. We did we did a, ch a test with it out at Riverdale Ten, uh -huh. which was very cool. All right, out at Riverdale Ten, mm -hmm. people could go on Facebook Live and watch us. Sure. And listen to it. And then listen on the radio as well. But the bottom line was, I had to warn everybody, it's always live. And I don't want to take <laughs> that chance every day this show occurs because, well, you're here. You know yes. what it's like. During the break, there's no telling what's being talked about. Well, th that would kill a lot of spontaneity that happens on my show so i don't want oh, that yeah. to happen well you, it, there was a station in town that tried that for a while remember uh, thv2 for a while there yeah. whenever um they broadcast um severe weather events it was always on and so they never went to break as it were they would just join programming and come away from program but you could see stuff that was going on in the background all the time and um i i do recall some of the anchors up there having um, interesting words behind the scenes, and I'm sure mm -hmm. that's part of the reason that they don't have that anymore. Yeah, it's hard though to be a broadcaster and to be on all the time. Oh yeah, that's not possible. It would not be possible for this show. I'm just no, saying. No, I mean, back in my radio days, there were times that I would spend. Um, I would have a 12 hour shift, and on times when we did not have. Uh, um, any sort of uh, piece to stick in there especially when we we're doing a straight hour-long newscast um there was time whenever we lost the ability to air commercials and yeah there's nothing tougher than trying to read an hour's worth of news and continue reading an hour's worth of news with no break whatsoever i well, don't and that you're depending on the breaks to give you the break you need catch your breath have a drink whatever yes. you need 
Absolutely. And sometimes that means uh, you need to, to stretch. And sometimes it means you realize you're talking to yourself and no matter of script is going to keep you from getting into that vertigo sensation you get. And suddenly you realize that there are thousands of people that are listening to you and you can't make a mistake. Yeah. Or you hope you have somebody who's a live scene reporter. Maybe maybe you get a couple people out and about in the field so that you can stand and take a long time in debriefing them. Yes, yes. That always that always helps. Oh, yes, yes. Right. I um, There are times I miss my uh, television and radio days um, being on. That's not very news, often for Kat. I'm just not a, Not as much as I thought. <laughs> um, I, I have enjoyed uh, projects like Make Room for Pie, and, uh-huh. um, but that's different because we shoot over several months time yeah, and there's editing um i love editing yeah <laughs> uh but uh um i have the ability and dave you do also that we're able to speak in front of groups of people and and spin yarns and pull tails and answer questions like crazy but when you are in that mode or whenever you're on the air you're on Yep. And you have to have an equal or greater amount of time off because uh, it gets to you after a while. Now, here's what happens. When I when I come in to do my show, it doesn't matter what my day has been like. It could have been a day from H-E double hockey sticks. All right? I mean, when I went through a, my divorce, mm-hmm. I'm going through my divorce. I've just got done arguing with my ex-wife's lawyer. And I walk in and I sit down in the studio ready to do my show and my listeners don't know any of that happened. No. Because when the on-air light goes on, it's showtime. That's absolutely correct. My listeners don't care about that unless it's something that I can make them care about because it's something that they, that they can relate to it. Yes. And I did that once in a while. But the last thing my listeners wanted to do is, you know, come back day after day and hear what's going on as the stomach turn, churns on the Dave Ellswick show. Absolutely. I didn't do that. So, yeah, it's it's showtime. Yes, and showtime, it's magical. Doesn't mean that <laughs> what I'm saying isn't true. No. Or anything. It just means I understand there is an element of show business in what I do. Absolutely. And it's called theater of the mind, and I'm very cognizant of that. Let me tell you, Russ is very cognizant of that. Yes, that, he is. You know, you don't have to rattle the papers the way he does. That's What that, are you talking about? That's a gig. Being on, you know, when you're on radio and it and the light goes on and it becomes showtime. And, you know, when people listen to, for instance, my show, uh, they're getting... Man, you got a bigger ego than I thought. The bigger... You, no... You get a big. I'm, what I'm saying is that you get, you get, uh, you get the truth, you get the stories. But I figure out. I try to figure out the most theatrical way to deliver it. Absolutely. That's why I'll throw songs in every once in a while and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I, I wish that I had known that uh, we were going to speak about some little houses because if I known that, I would have played John Mellencamp today. Oh yes. I played Pink Houses or something. But anyway. Bottom line is we got Cat Robinson here. Enough about, about behind-the-scenes stuff. TieDieTravels.com, and that is her website. You go there, and a lot of the things that we're talking about, well, I'm just going to say all the things that we're talking about when it deals with restaurants or 
or recipes or whatever you'll find there. Oh yes, it's a uh, it's got a little bit of everything, not just articles, but uh, um, if you look in the sidebar, there's links to all sorts of additional information, such as what I do with uh, Food Network, or say uh, a link so that you can watch Make Room for Pie, or uh, links to uh, purchase the uh, many books I have four out. Yeah, I'm working that's on number five. Uh, I, I do a lot of things, and I consider myself to be uh, – um, I am the person that preaches the gospel of Arkansas food. Somebody's got to be out there to be our proponent, and somehow I ended up with that job. And you do a great job of it. All Thank right, you. so I had a listener yes. send me a text. Okay. And I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. They want to know here in the central Arkansas area, Okay, which I would say would be, let's say, no further south than past hot springs no further north than searcy no further west than conway no further to the east than i don't know um lone oak or those areas out there okay um they want to know your three favorite restaurants restaurants yes just period restaurants yeah your three favorite restaurants see that is hard i i know it's hard Okay, so off the bat, I have to give you Star of India. Star of India. We'll make that number three. Star of India, which is over on... Over on Shackleford. Um, Sammy Law's been doing an amazing job for years. The best bargain you're going to get for lunch. If you like curry, you go in for eight ninety nine. You could have as much curry as you want. There's always uh, 11 to 14 hot items plus salad and kheer and uh, uh, those little golden um, balls that are drilled, drizzled in syrup. Um, usually when I go in, I have a cup of hot chai tea which is perfect this time of year which is kind of funny because chai does mean tea um you that's a, a whole other story hot tea tea i have a hot uh, <laughs> yes i do and it is quite uh creamy yeah <laughs> uh but uh that's my comfort food that is where i go to <sighs> choosing two others though that's, okay while that you're while you're thinking difficult. let me just say the first time that i went to the star of india yes my good friend, Carl Kimball, who you hear fill uh-huh. in for me from time to time, that's one of his favorite restaurants. And, really? And uh, we met there many, many times, talked over about the Axe to Food Tax push and all of that at the Star of India. And, yes, I enjoyed the food over there immensely. It is it's remarkable. But it's, it's not just, my first choice for food. I mean, I'm oh, not no. a big Indian I can, eater. I so. totally get that. And it's usually I have to go for once a month because I've got to get that, that spice. Um, but I go to a lot of different places, and I'm just trying to figure out what would you consider, what would I consider the best? Because th- there's so many places that knock it out of the park. Yeah. Hmm. And and every time I think of one, I think of three or eight or yeah. 20. So she's doing what's. I'm stalling a little bit because I'm, I'm thinking through all the different great places that I go. Are you a Democrat? No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm an independent. I know. Um, it, it was a joke, all right, <laughs> to go off with stalling, okay? I wasn't being I, serious. I I, um, I don't subscribe to any party anymore these days. There's a lots of reason for it, but the biggest reason is um, I may be indecisive, but I'm also – I don't want my – my politics whatever they end up being to tint my uh my food writing there you as go. it were i want people ah. to trust me you yeah, know absolutely charlotte's eats and sweets okay down in keogh okay 
I've never had a bad meal there. I love the Keo Classic. I love uh, the the fruit plate that she does. That's you can get your tuna salad or your chicken salad with it, and it's all fresh. I adore the caramel meringue pie. It's it just knocks my socks off. Okay, I adore it. Number one now. <sighs> so this is hard because there's a lot of places I could name. Okay. But if someone was taking me to dinner, yes, I'd say please take me to Trios. Trios, I adore Trios, Um, and it's usually the uh, shrimp enchiladas for me. There you go. And uh, Cappy Peck does an extraordinary job. She always has. She believes in her community, and um, she's not afraid to innovate with her menu. So that's three. Let me run the three. Number one, Trios. Mm-hmm. You just heard it out of the mouth of cat trios. Number mm-hmm. two, Charlotte's Eats and Sweets. That's down towards England Way. Yeah, it's at Scott. In no, yeah, sorry, Scott. it's at Keo. Keo. And number three over at Shackleford and Markham, mm-hmm. basically, is Star of India. Yeah. If you know where Jason's Deli is, go to the other end. <laughs> and yeah. you'll find Star of India. If All you right. go in once, Sammy's always going to remember you. Sammy is a great guy. You'll like Sammy. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a long time. He's like Bill Clinton. He never forgets a person. He's got that uh, that He's, eidetic memory. I, I'm in envy. I, I'm in utter awe of his ability. Um, there are people I've taken in once, and they go in a decade later. And he remembers them. He remembers what they do. He remembers the who they were with. That's a wild time. Wow. That's, a, that's a great, great uh, talent if you have it. It very much is. All right. Don't forget about Sunny's Auto Salvage, your number one choice for recycled auto parts. You know, RD says that you can save 50% or more off of using a recycled auto part coming off of a well-maintained total loss vehicle than going and buying an OEM part. That's a brand new part. Don't have to do that. When you got a car like I do, has almost three hundred thousand miles on it, you don't want to be, you know, paying two, three, four thousand dollars for a transmission. You know, you go to uh, Sunny's, they'll find you a transmission that will work and work just perfectly for your automobile, and it costs you a whole lot uh, less. And if you don't have a a technician that you uh, trust, you can trust the folks at Sunny's. They'll put it in for you. Then you can get yourself a warranty, do like I do. When I had the transmission put in my Corolla from 09, uh, they put it in for me. They put my engine in for me. Uh, They gave me a three-year parts and labor warranty with unlimited miles. So for three years, you worry about nothing because if something goes wrong, they fix it. It's that simple. It all happens at Sunny's Auto Salvage. Save money. Have peace of mind. It's hard to do both of those things, but you can with Sunny's Auto Salvage, your number one choice for recycled auto parts. That's right. You heard me say recycle in a positive way. Because as I've always said, I'll go green when you save me green, and Sunny's Auto Salvage does that for me. 982-7451. All right, back with you. That, I'm going to have, we can, yeah. will you come back on? We're going to talk about that. Okay. All right. See, that's <laughs> I can't. I, I'm not going to tell you. I don't want to give up. But I think it's going to be a very good topic. I, I think in the, in the near future. And I was just talking with with Russ about a guest that I want to get on the air. Yeah. And I think that it will be a fun, fun time because I I've always had a great time whenever I've uh, 
run into him yeah. and, and talking to him. Yeah, he knew who I was. I knew who he was. But, we, you know, we don't run in the same circles or anything. But we sit and talk. And I've had him on my show a couple of times. But that, that won't be happening in the near future. So Let that be your mystery yeah, to solve. Yeah, that's, that's a mystery. <laughs> it's a mystery guest coming. All right, 27 minutes after 4, Kat Robinson is here. She writes about food. She's my foodie. And she's my Arkansas foodie. And we started off by talking about uh, cheese dip, and we've gotten away from it, but I'm going to bring us back to it right now. Okay, the cheese dip. There's so much to talk about about cheese dip. Um, The upcoming issue of uh, AY Magazine will be out this next week, and cheese dip is the focus of uh, my monthly piece. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, what better thing to talk about than something that that originated here in Arkansas originated here in arkansas and it's just absolutely beloved and there's varieties all over the state so i've been out there doing my my uh delectable research as it were Mm -hmm. and getting out there and finding a few new cheese dips that i hadn't tried before but came highly recommended and taking great photos of all sorts of cheese dip okay i got two minutes yes start tell me one okay i'm going to tell you about one that's a white you like white cheese yes i do um and it's probably the cheapest one on our list and that's a place called la chiquita it's in russellville in what used to ages ago to be the uh national home center shopping center well of course national home center is gone um it's behind brangus feedlot and it's a little hole in the wall it's been there nine years now um you go in there they have lunch specials you can get fajitas for eight bucks at lunch their white dip is it, it's it's cloying to the chip, so it sticks to the chip, but it's not chunky. Yeah, you and that's important. To it's me. very I, don't important. be watery. Right, it's not watery at all. It's it's almost I wouldn't even say syrupy. It is it is molten cheese, but it apparently has a a higher melting point, so it does not get um, it doesn't get hard whenever you're you're sitting there and having okay. your cheese dip. Deep yellow chips now. One more, since we have a little bit more time. Yeah. You uh, One moder- minute. A Monterey Jack flavored mm. dip. Also a cheap place. This is called El Super Taco. It's El in Fort Smith. El Super Taco. And we're, I'm talking, um, it is in the, um, it's on Midland, which happens to be a very Latino heavy neighborhood in Fort Smith. Um, they have incredible tortas. I had a machaca torta, which is uh, shredded beef with egg and cheese, lettuce, tomato, beans, and guacamole on it. And their dip has this marvelous Monterey Jack flavor to it, which is mm. perfect for dipping that sandwich in. Let me tell you what. <laughs> did they think that? Did they think people would mistake it that it wasn't Mexican? If he just called it Super Taco, so they had it's to put L in the L. It's Super Taco. Yeah, because I have you put no L idea. and that means it's Mexican. It's saying the Super Taco. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. <laughs> Cat's with us. we got more to talk about when we come back. News is next here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you. I'm just sitting here. We're, we're starting to talk during the break about pizza. Oh, just yeah. So you know. And I was just saying that. I know I grew up out right outside of Chicago, and everybody thinks I'm a deep dish guy. I am not. There's more I'm to a, life than deep dish Chicago pizza. I am a, a thin crust. In fact, you give me a good cracker crust, I love it. Oh, man. We'll, we'll, I'll tell you some good places to get good cracker okay, crust pizza. Well, we'll here. talk about it here, but right now we're talking cheese dip. Yeah, All there's right, so, so you, many. You tell, you've told us about one in Russellville. You've told us one up, uh, over in Fort, in Fort Smith. Smith. Uh-huh. 
what else so okay you are got you going to write a book about this <laughs> well you know i can put it in the queue there's so many that i'm <laughs> I working on I, i've got one that i'm putting out together right now cheese dip will probably eventually make it there okay. um it will come after burgers um but it has to it has it, to you eventually have to come write out there. one because it's an original it really it's arkansas an original arkansas food food i can't say too much i will say this the next book does have a feature on cheese dip and three different cheese dip recipes oh okay um just like it has recipes for fried pickles Ooh. another arkansas creation but Is, i fried pickles came from arkansas yeah, yeah. i didn't know that back in 1953 from atkins they, yes from atkins but not that from the atkins joke. pickle people okay um there was a gentleman by the name of burnell austin and he owned the Duchess drive-in it was this little pink painted uh dairy bar that was right across the street from the pickle plant well he was competing against the guy down the street trying to keep uh lunchtime customers coming in so one day he put some hamburger dill slices into some catfish batter and fried them up and 10 cents for 10 slices and they went like hotcakes now he tweaked it a bit and eventually he went to long slice planks Mm -hmm. and a a dusting of of his batter on it and um it's great and it spread not only across arkansas but now it's a it's a bar food across the United States. Very popular. Yes, it is. If you want to get the original, you have to go to the Atkins Pickle Festival each May. Uh, the closest approximation, though, is at the Old South in Russellville. And okay. they still have the planks. And I have been to the Old South. Oh, that yeah. is a good restaurant. See, that has a completely they, different story that's also a great part of Arkansas they history. A, they have a, um, a special dip. Uh, yeah, the Old South uh, uh, salad dressing, oh, it's which good. is like a thick, garlicky mayo dressing, and it's just it's proprietary. I have the recipe, and it will be in the next book. No, I went. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you who who introduced me there. Oh, you know Rich Nichols? Yes. Okay, Rich introduced me. Uh, he and I, of course, worked at a previous radio group. Uh huh. He now works. Uh, who did, hey, Russ, who's Rich work for? Tommy? He works for East Arkansas Broadcasters. That's what, who is that, Tommy? No, it's Bobby. Bobby, yeah, yeah. Bobby. Bobby. Bobby Caldwell. Caldwell. Who owns those stations, and uh, Rich, I think, is his, like, big-time sales manager there. And I, I went and had lunch with him, and that's where he wanted to have lunch at. So if you want to have the best cheap prime rib in the state, mm-hmm. go tonight. Go on Friday nights mm-hmm. up to the Old South, and you can still get a prime rib with all the fixings. And I think, I think it's twelve ninety five. Wow! Yeah, it's ridiculously, ridiculously cheap, low. and it's very good. But the Old South was the last. It is the last bastion of a chain that was created by a gentleman by the name of William E. Stell in 1946 in fort smith now stell was uh worked for uh, national glass up there which was a big corporation he wanted to create uh an answer to the streamliner diner which was a modular building that was moved into place and set up and became a restaurant just open whenever you open on site he took the modular concept and he would create a put together on site already built um restaurant so you just snap the panels and stuff together and they provided the menu and everything. So the one that's in Russellville was the second location. It was built in six days and opened on the 7th. And the only time it was closed between 1947 and 2000 was when they had power outages because they couldn't operate without power. Sure. That was it. Otherwise, 
Christmas, Easter, New Year's did not matter. It was always open. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. In fact, when I was in college, um, that's where we went to study because it was the one of two places in town, and the Waffle House wouldn't let you come in there and take up a booth for hours. It went briefly out of business in the aughts. Um, failure to pay taxes. The community got together, had a yard sale across the entire town of Russellville, and the proceeds were used to reopen. To bring them back. Yeah. That tells you you have a great fan base. Yeah. It's extraordinary. When you do that. Um, I love the Old South. And they have a great possum uh, pie. Kind of, <laughs> that, that makes me feel good because that kind of happened to me when I was yeah. let go at the station I used to work with. Yeah. The My, my listeners started calling a another person here in town that had a news talk station said you we want you to bring dave ellswick to your station oh that's great and that's how i ended up here and how i am now which with uh, salem so yeah just kind of cool it was that was all driven by my listeners who i love dearly i love the community i love how everybody comes together and i'm going to be calling on myself uh calling on them myself here soon because uh you know, stories like that about the fried pickles and about the Old South mm-hmm. are the sort of things that are coming up in my new book. Um, I'm looking for funding for the next TV show, which I've got a green light as long as I can find sponsorship for it. So, Well, you need to do uh, an Indiegogo. Oh, I know. I, the hard part is asking for money. Well, don't have any problem with asking for money Indiegogo. I mean, look, we showed the movie Guys Now last yeah. night. Yeah. That's how they came up with $3 million wow. for that movie. 30,000 people donated out of 17 different countries Holy donated cow. $3 million to make that movie a reality. I think we're going to have to get an Indiegogo. We only need 20000 to oh, get it you, started. Uh, you can do that. You, and that I'm going to put you in touch with a couple of people I want you to talk to. Absolutely. And you will do it, I tell you. Because... I want to bring the gospel of Arkansas food to everybody. Yeah. And I want to share these stories and the stories of the people that are making these dishes today because we should be proud of our cuisine. Is there not a, a television station or AETN? Or oh, some, it's through AETN. Yeah, but I've I'm got the green light, but we just have to have money. That would get behind you if you had the money. Yeah. Would they air something or do you think a TV station here in the state would air something like if you did a Friday vignette? two three minute long piece which is a lot in television about uh you know you know history of food just from arkansas i hadn't thought about that but i suspect they would just, all i'd really have to I'm do is fried, just say hey can we do this for people to hear where fried pickles came from and yeah. here it came from arkansas or cheese dip came from arkansas yeah. or yeah, the story that you just get about the, the, old, the South. old South. I mean, all of those would be very, I would think, very interesting to anybody who has grown up in this state and, and calls it home. I'll, I think it's important to get the information out. So that's a good idea. I'm going to follow up on that. Yeah, I, th- I think it would go over very big. <laughs> if it happens, I have to have a. I've got to have a. Uh, I got. I got to do a cameo in one of them. Fair enough. You maybe you'll have to eat some shovel. cheese dip. Yeah, just show me shovel and cheese dip in my mouth. That would, that would be uh, great. By the way, hey, Russ, you didn't stay for the movie last night, right? No. Guess who I saw in the movie? Who? A certain blonde showed up in the movie that we have seen all the time at CPAC. You know who I'm talking about, right? Well, it wasn't Alice, was it? No, not Alice. No, not Alice. She used to. She she was with Fox News, and 
and did some stuff for Fox News as a reporter, and then she went out and, and got involved with the Tea Party and everything? Megan? No, we'll talk about it in a second. Oh yeah, you're gonna have to <laughs> gonna take a break. Me later. You're gonna take a break, and then we'll, we'll and then I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a wake up call. Back with you in just a moment. It's about 17 minutes till five. We're gonna talk more about cheese dip. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask off the top of her head if um, Kat can give us a really good cheese. What Kaylee was it? Uh, no, a, a good cheese dip recipe. Think you could do that off the top of your head? No. You can't. Okay. I won't, I won't ask <laughs> But I'm going her. to tell you where to find one. Okay. We'll do that when we come back. Dave Ellswick Show here at 101.1 FM, The Answer. All right. Let's get back, finish up this segment of the Dave Ellswick Show. We we're talking about cheese dip. I asked, uh, by the way, Scotty Hughes is who I was talking about. I didn't realize she was blonde. For some reason, I, I kept thinking she had brown hair. No, she's blonde. And and I'm watching the movie last night, and they're doing the courtroom scene, and they're panning through the people who are playing the press. And unless she has a doppel, there was actually people playing the press. Yeah, I didn't think there was any press present. Well, they showed up after the bloggers started talking about the story. All of a sudden, people started showing up to cover the story. So. Bottom line, they weren't there at the beginning. It was like crickets in the press gallery. There was nobody there. They didn't care because the holy sacrament of abortion was being talked about. So anyway, bottom line was that uh, I'm seeing this pan, and unless she has a doppelganger, Mm -hmm. that was Scotty Hughes in there. Wow. So I I just went to her Instagram account Mm -hmm. and sent her a message. I said, were you in the movie Gosnell? And I wanted to come back. Yeah, did you see me? Well, I just, you, know, you know how Scotty is, Scott, that I noticed that it'll blow her mind and she'll be going, yeah, Dave, that's <laughs> me. Which, which producer are you talking to? Which producer? What do you mean, what producer? I'm Scott? Talking, Scotty. I'm talking to Scotty. You just Scotty. called me Scott. Okay, I'm sorry. Russ. Dude, I'm walking out. Okay, I'll see you later. Anyway, no, I meant to say Scotty. I'm talking about Scotty, so like, like an you old know, married couple around. Keep here. it up, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Any, anyway, Scotty uh, will go nuts. That's what she will do. She always did. Wow. She used to be with Rusty Humphreys. Kept Rusty kind of in check. <laughs> See, doing a show next to Rusty Humphreys was like doing a show next to a guy who had a megaphone. Okay. Because he could not talk. normal over a microphone he had to talk like this as though by yelling you could turn off your radio and listen to a native sportscaster yeah and so okay that's what he was (laughs) tell me about cheese dip all right we were talking about this he dave asked for a recipe and i cannot just bring a recipe up off the top of my head because um you got a lot of stuff stuffed in my, my brain is full however i put a link go now go right now well, not if you're driving, but later uh, to the Ellswick, uh, the Dave Ellswick Show Facebook page, and I put a link to important Arkansas recipes from Tie Dye Travels. Here are your recipes. Uh, recipe for the Juanita's cheese dip. Now oh, it's yeah. similar. I have been told it is not the exact same, but it is similar. There's also the Mexico Chiquito style cheese dip in there. Chocolate gravy, chocolate rolls. Companies come in pie. Uh, Fried green tomatoes like they have at Cottom's, Dondi's Hush Puppies, uh, Possum Pie, and, of course, 
shack sauce. These are all recipes that are very, uh, very particular to Arkansas. And now you have a way to experience them yourself. Okay. This is just brushing the surface of what's coming up in my next book, Arkansas Food, the A to C of eating in the natural state, which should be out this November. Um, I didn't intend for it to be a cookbook, but I'm already over 100 recipes. It's kind of a cookbook, but it's also packed full of stories like the one I just told about the Old South and, of course, Burnell Austin and the fried pickle. So those yeah. are great stories. They're great that stories. Very good stuff. We and that's the thing. Do you have we, a picture of this guy? I do not have a picture of him yet. We got to find a picture. I've got to find. I a want picture to see what they look like. See, when you start talking about them, now, I want to know what they look. Now, like. Now I have a picture of the Old South, but I don't have okay. a picture of Burnell Austin. He's, oh, he by passed the way, a long time ago. If you're going to the Old South to have lunch or dinner, yes. If you want, let's say, well, let's have let's have lunch at noon. Get there at eleven o'clock. Yes. So you it's a big restaurant, it. but it will fill up. It fills up. It that place is packed. Yes, and you know another crazy thing about it, Elvis ate there. That's the reason why it's on the National Register of Historic Places. Elvis ate there. Did he have a? You know, the, did he have a? What was it? A a peanut banana, butter and peanut banana, banana sandwich. And, yeah, the fried, I think that has been fried lost. sandwich. I I, I want to say he had a fried egg sandwich there. Okay, I well, tried, you I like don't those too. Yeah. Well, Okay. I like those a little too much. So now when you have yes. a fried egg sandwich, yes. do you break the yellow when you cook the egg or do you let it be all runny? I eat it however Grav prepares it. No. Okay. <laughs> Which way do you like it the most? I actually prefer it somewhat in the middle. I want the the I don't want it to drip all over me. Uh-huh. But I still want it somewhat fluid. I don't want it to be caked. But Yeah. I will eat it the way that Graf prepares it for me because Man, I love, he makes me breakfast. I want it to run. You know, I yeah. like it when it runs. A, there's there's a time and a place for runny eggs. Now, if I'm sitting at a table and, and I don't want with the toast, yellow. I don't want the yellow runny. Yeah. Okay. I want just the yellow runny. Yes. Okay. Uh, but if I'm sitting at a table and having it, eggs with something else, I want some eggs with my toast if I'm having toast because I'll sop it up. That's a very particular Arkansas word, sop. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, I grew up, my father, eating breakfast with my dad before he'd go out to work at the steel mill. I'd get up early, and then I'd have to wait around to go to school, you know. Mm-hmm. But we'd have, you know, you have bacon and eggs. Yes. Yeah, for breakfast. And you always had to have uh, toast with that. And you would butter your toast, mm-hmm. put some jelly or jam on it, mm-hmm. put your bacon on it, Fold it over and dip it in the yellow of your egg. <laughs> See, that's so complicated. Oh, yeah, but Sometimes it's good. Sometimes I just want to eat. <laughs> it's good. Oh, it t- took 10 seconds to do it. 10 seconds good to do it. D- and I wow. mean good. And it was, you know, it was jelly, but really jam, yeah. preserved, uh-huh. that my mother made. Sure. And it was good. You know, you, will you oh. actually, when you put it on your toast, you can see pieces of the grape. Yeah. You know, now I am a weirdo. I like to get a little strawberry jam and dip my, my bacon in it. Now, I'm not able to eat pork bacon anymore. Mm-hmm. I eat beef bacon, and it's wonderful. Eat turkey bacon? Uh, no, it's just beef bacon. John oh, okay. Morrell makes it. Oh, okay. They make it from beef plate, so the stomach part, and it it's close. <coughs> it's not the same, and I truly, truly miss pork bacon. Oh well, it just cooks so perfectly. Yeah, and, and the smell of it's just like. <sighs> and, you, and since you can't eat pork, can I eat? Then pork? that means you miss out on bologna sandwiches. 
but I Fried don't because there's beef bologna. Oh, and that's beef right. Beef bologna's amazing. Uh, and just, I grew up on on beef bologna, or I grew up on bologna sandwiches. On period. fried bologna sandwiches. Fried bologna. I love fried and bologna sandwiches. We would go to uh, Brightweisers down there in um, Benton. They're still there. Little meat shop that's off of uh, wonder Severe. If, wonder if there any relationship to Mitch? Not a clue. I'll ask him the next time I have him. Absolutely. On. So there's a trick to it. Now, they would cut it for us, and it would be three-quarters to an inch thick. Oh, wow. But whenever you fry bologna in a pan, the gotta secret is you've got to nick cuts. it. Yeah, three you have nicks. to nick that, the bologna. Or, or it rolls up. Yep, and then it won't get cooked all the way through. Correct. Now, one, You are a true aficionado of oh, bologna sandwiches. Absolutely. <laughs> the best place to get a fried bologna sandwich in Arkansas might surprise you, though. Feltner's Whataburger. Over in Russellville? Yeah, I kid you not. Really? Yeah, we keep going back to Russellville, but that's true. They they will do a thick cut of uh, bologna. Uh, well, the, that's the way to buy bologna, not out of the packages. No, but that the goes tube, bad so quick. What I call it, you a get tube. a tube, yeah, and you can get a whole tube of if you want to get a bologna, an entire bologna, you can order those right off the website with Petty Jean Meats, you know, pjmeats.com. Okay. and that's that great Arkansas flavor. They will hook you up. So you can have that chub there in the back of your fridge, and you cut off just what you need. If you don't want the big ones, they actually make the smaller tube of bologna that's perfect for cutting up and putting on crackers. Oh, really? Yeah. See, that was another flavor from my childhood is saltine crackers, Miracle Whip, and slices of that sandwich-sized bologna. And pimento cheese. Oh, yeah. But pimento cheese was different. (laughs) Pimento cheese is an artwork into itself. There is, okay, at Chow on the Square up at Cherokee Village right now, uh, Chef Jeff is making this amazing sandwich with pimento cheese and bacon jam on it. Bacon jam. Bacon jam? Yeah. That sounds interesting in and of itself. Uh, The things that you will find out there are just crazy. Now, if you want a barbecue fried bologna sandwich, you get it smoked and then has that great sauce on it. Sims Barbecue actually does a really good version of it. Uh, Kibbs Barbecue down in uh, Pine Bluff also does. Fried bologna is just one of those Arkansas flavors. Now, I have people in Mississippi that will argue with me. I'm like, you know, there's enough bologna for it to go around everywhere, but it's ours. We're just claiming that. You could have your Mississippi mud pie that's not really pie. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's like, uh, you know, when you talk about something like egg custard pie. Yes. Who wants to put great egg custard in a pie shell? Just eat it in a bowl. That's when it's its best. Thing is, though, a good egg custard pie um, does not run like custard. It's got this firmness to it that's it's a texture thing. That's completely different from just egg custard and egg custard pie. It I should. love egg custard. It's got to have that. that is egg custard top. and flan the, flan the same thing? No. Okay. No, no, flan is quite different. Flan is very similar to creme brulee, but creme brulee, which means burnt sugar, uh, is French, and flan is Spanish. Yes. And um, the big difference is you can flambe a creme brulee, but you can't flambe a flan. Um, uh, the uh, creme brulee though um, they put this light layer of sugar over the top and then take a blowtorch to it and it you know it it cracks and I love that Um, Crab hates that he's just like I don't understand it but flan you know flan is smooth all the way through and it's got this nice little uh, syrup that's uh, with it damn I'm hungry now (laughs) All right, a break when we come back hang on we'll talk about pizza how much we'll talk about pizza 
is up for grabs on the Dave Ellsworth <laughs> Show. Okay, so uh, in a few moments, Cat, uh, I will be uh, getting on my computer. It won't be while I'm on the air. I'll have to go to my office because that one works so much quicker than anything else that's in the studio. But I'll be uh, ordering my uh, Marco's Pizza for tonight, extra large, cut in squares, thin crust, pepperoni, mushrooms, extra onions, extra cheese. <laughs> Uh, to be picked up as I'm coming home with a 30% off coupon. Nice. So what can I tell you? I love Marcos. Mm-hmm. I, I, I started searching a little bit. You know they're the oldest pizza chain around? They're older than really? Papa John's or... Geno's uh, East? You know, well, I don't know about Geno's East. I'm talking about the national The national chains, chains. yeah. Uh, when okay. You, when you're talking about something like uh, uh, Pizza Hut or any of those, they're older sure. than all of them. Wow. Which I was really surprised about. But I, I really like Goodness. them. You know, a lot of people don't. I like them because their sauce is, it's got a little spice, but it's got a little sweet to it, too. Sure. You know, I, I used to like Domino's, but it's gotten kind of blasé to me. Sure. Anyway. I. Those are chains. Okay? We end up, if we do a chain pizza, we'll end up with Pizza Hut because you can get really good deals there. Yeah, Pizza Hut's good. But I've gotten away from it. Um we don't eat near as much pizza as we used to. I love do. pizza. Um, you know, we'll no, go get an Artie from Damn Good. Yeah. And Damn Good pies are good. We get it uh, with pink sauce, and we get it in the, as a stuffy. One piece is dinner for each of <laughs> for right. each of us. So that's a a that's eight meals for us right there is to get a medium stuffy with you know with Artie because i love those artichoke carts they're great okay now if it's a stuffy does that make it mean it's deep dish no it's not the same kind of crust it's a stuff well it's it's closer to a stuffed crust it's like the pizza version of a double crust pie because you have crust on the bottom and crust on the top it's not deep dish like a chicago style which is um yeah, the four is just thick or something. Yeah, and the closest that you're going to get to a Chicago style here in Little Rock is going to be Gasano's down there in the River Market. Okay, um, they they're an Arkansas based chain and they have locations all over the state. Their Chicago style is not even what I was familiar with whenever I visited Chicago. It's only about an inch thick, uh, but the crust on the side comes up several inches. So when you go to when you go back to Chicago, yeah, promise me if you want a really good deep dish pie. Okay. Go where the deep dish pie was first done. All right. Where's that? That's down. Go back into Old Town. Okay. Fine Old Town. There's a pizza parlor inside Old Town. That's where it happened. And it's where they cooked the pizza on top of the stove. That is the original deep dish pizza. So would you like to know where there's one that's cooked in a cast iron skillet here in Arkansas? And that's the way these are cooked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's, where's that at? It's Steffi's, and it's in this place, this city called Lavaca or Lavaca. And where's that at? Um, go to Fort Smith. Yeah. You come and take a right. No, and, I'm and, and you take a right. Well, you take a left, or you, you head out towards uh, Fort Chaffee. Okay. Uh, you you pass Barling, and you get to Lavaca. It's it's off of uh, um, twenty two, and they cook their big pizza. And they do regular pizzas too. Their big pizza is called the Uncle Roman. Here is a. I'm showing Dave a picture of this that right there. Looks like yeah, an old town deep dish. It's a double pizza. crust pizza. Um, the Uncle Roman is stuffed with whatever you like. Yep. And the family's not from Chicago; they're from Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, the the gentleman who um, 
who brought the family there, went through Fort Chaffee when he was serving the military, loved the area around Fort Chaffee. And so whenever he retired from service, he moved, he moved the entire family and their pizzeria from Pennsylvania wow. to Lavaca. Okay, what's the name of this pizzeria? Steffi's. It's S T E F F E Y apostrophe S. The Uncle Roman's just about my favorite pizza. All right. I'm going to have to go and check that out. You have got to check that out. Because that is, that's that's like a, <laughs> a, a, a very deep dish pizza you'll get in Old Town. Absolutely. So now I'm going to tell you about the, you, you said you like cracker crust pizza. I you do like love cracker crust. You like thin crust pizza where old school. I like to eat it like New York. You know, I'm a yeah. big, just roll it up. And let the juices run down your hand and down your forearm and eat your pizza. So how would you like to go someplace where you could feed your entire family very cheaply on this sort of pizza? Yes. Cavanaugh, Cavanaugh Pizza in Fort Smith. I, well, it's not like I haven't been saying Cavanaugh for the few, for last few weeks. Yeah, this starts with a C. Okay. <laughs> I don't think there's a relationship there. Um, now, they have a buffet. And the buffet is, I think it's like $6. And, and they're it is, where? They're in Fort Smith on the south side. Okay. Um, Highway 71 exit mm-hmm. on Cavanaugh Road, strangely enough. Um, and this is the traditional 1970s pizza parlor style thin crust pizza with whatever toppings you want. No fancy stuff. I mean, you're not no, going to get your, you like. you're not going to get the artichoke hearts or the walnuts or quail's eggs or anything on this. You're going to get your standard pepperoni, Italian sausage, beef, ham, uh, green or black olives. Okay. Now here's yeah. a, a big thing. All right. Yeah. You got to have fresh mozzarella cheese that's shredded. Yes. You don't just drop balls of mozzarella down on a pizza. No. And not have mozzarella cheese in every bite. Well, this you would love these pizzas. Okay. You can actually go in there and they do a two-for-one special. Um, whenever Grav and I go up there, we often go with his dad and sister and with Hunter. The five of us. Now, pay attention to this. This is something else. The five of us can eat there mm-hmm. for a $20 bill. Wow. I know, right? <laughs> I'll take my family. We you will go and check it out. It is just absolutely amazing um and it brings it they have the old style arcade games and the old style salad bar and it's just like walking back into 1977 i i'm very impressed by it so another thin crust pizza you need to try okay you need to head to hot springs now tony was in and he's got a thin crust pizza so much fun oh my gosh he is a hoot and a holler and he has a napoli style pizza okay which does have the balls of mozzarella and he makes his own sauce but the one you're talking about which has the mozzarella in every corner of the pie you need to go to rod's pizza cellar and they make beef pepperoni get it it is that good um they do the huge pies. You know, they'll do your 18-inch pies there. Mm-hmm. And they're thin crust. They also do a thick crust. It is a biscuit crust. But I really think that you would like it. Of course. I'm, just, I'm just saying, look, here's the <laughs> other thing. Don't be cutting it up in no triangles, all right? Well, I want a, is. I want a Chicago. Well, I bet you if I yeah. ask. If you then, ask, they'll do it. I'm telling you, I want a Chicago <laughs> cut. A Chicago cut is in squares. Yes. There's something about being able to get a piece of pizza from the middle of the pie mm-hmm. that has no big old thick piece of crust on it. So you need to go to Mountain View. Okay. And you need to go to Tommy's Famous A Pizzeria. 
probably the best pizza in the state of Arkansas. As far as Tommy what A's? you're looking, t- Famous A's. Now, if you famous spell it A's. out, Famous F-A-M-O-U-S-A Pizza. Oh, Famous A Pizzeria. Uh, Tommy used to be a bodyguard for Elvis Presley. And whenever Mr. Presley passed onward from this world. This sounds like somebody need to get on my show. Well, and sadly, he has passed. Oh, he's passed. He passed a few years ago. But Tommy, um, his pension from being uh, Elvis's bodyguard, he used that money and moved to Mountain View, Arkansas. Because the water was clear and there were many things that he loved in the area and he wanted to raise his family there. Okay. And uh, this is a Chicago style. um, How do I put this? It's not a Chicago style deep dish, but it's got that sort of sauce to it. And it's got the Detroit style pizza crust. So it's a medium. It's thicker. It's thicker, but it's. Oh, you just got to try this. Because once you try this, if you find yourself anywhere near there, you're going to end up getting these pies. It doesn't matter where you're going. Crabbit and I once passed through there at 8 o'clock at night. They were getting ready to shut down. We're like, please, we really want a pie. <laughs> and I said, you can't stay here. Like, that's fine. We're just fine. So we go pick it up and we go pull into Sonic and sit there and Sonic <laughs> and eat the pie out of our laps. So what did you do? A Roof 44 drink with it? Yeah. Because, yeah, you, okay. you know, you throw a little money that way and you, you give them a tip to leave you alone. And yeah. um, oh, and it's square cut. There you go. And you can have any sort of topping you want. Now, if you want, they will put walnuts on your pizza. But usually we get, wow. we will put beef and green olives. It just seems to go with the, the crust so well, and that sauce so well. And I dream about that pizza. I mean, it's just. It's that good, huh? It's that good i think it's in mountain view it is mountain view that i like to go to i'll have to stop here but i typically stop at the wing shack ah. in mountain view. are you know you know what I'm i talking know about? where you're talking that's about that's a good place to eat it's a for good wings. place to eat go there for lunch go to tommy's for dinner okay no 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 <laughs> i'm saying pizza i'll do tommy's but wings i do wing shack they're Absolutely. really good oh yeah they're excellent and their wing shack is not the national chain no wing it's shack. not it just it named is, that it looks kind of like a cross between a country store and a biker bar yes it does and it's right in front of the walmart and get, get appetizers you get, sit, get nothing but wings and appetizers and you're gonna be real there, happy you're gonna sit there long table looks kind of like a a picnic table yeah got got your big old roll of paper towels there uh you can get some wet wipes for your for your fingers and stuff but they they cook it up good there so They're ask really him for good. some blue cheese dressing to dip your wings in no 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 just no try ranch. it just try it yeah, i'm telling ranch. you it's it's crazy but it's good all right i'll well, have to try it out all right cats with us for another uh 45 minutes we're gonna come back gonna give you more pizza places to go to because pizza you know, at one time, it wasn't a big deal, but now it's like the number one fast food in America. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than burgers is. It's amazing about pizza. Uh, 19 after 5, it's Dave Ellswick Show, 101 FM. You want to be with us on Monday. I just have confirmed that Sheriff Clark will be here on Monday on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you. Ken Robinson's with us. Ty died travels yeah one word dot com that's, that's it. the website that's, that's it. the facebook page now what's instagram Tada cat tie died cat 
everybody else is tie-dye travels yeah. d-i-e d-y-e t-r-a-v-e-l-s so so who who still travels from you on instagram um somebody steal it from you no i don't think so i think whenever instagram came up originally um i wasn't smart i registered it lost my password and just said screw it i'll just go ahead and no, a different sorry, one. Okay. so um <laughs> there is no todd i travels actually active on instagram so okay. i'm i'm fortunate there and now that i have several thousand images of, of uh, food and places yeah, to don't go, want to try to change it. don't feel like changing it but everywhere else uh, from pinterest to instagram well not instagram uh pinterest to twitter to facebook to tumblr to google plus even yes google snapchat? plus snapchat i do not snapchat okay good i'm glad because i think that's a crazy thing snapchat bothers me because when i create content i want it to last yeah and it only lasts 24 hours that just seems a waste of time that's just a fast photo that's all that is when you go to my website and you read a story i have encapsulated the feel of not only the place i've gone and what i've eaten but the sense of time that it's in so you can go back and read stuff from 2007 you can read about restaurants that have closed since and i usually note in the front of it said sadly this restaurant is closed or they've moved or they changed um the idea is i'm capturing a moment of history and um keeping it there for you forever kind of like using the google maps function and seeing what your house looked like 10 years ago yeah it's kind of cool yeah that's kind of cool okay so you tell me now yes all right we've we've talked about lavaca we've talked about fort smith Uh uh-huh we've talked about mountain view mountain view how about some more pizzas okay Here's a good one for you for lunch, Dave. Okay. Even though they don't normally cut it in squares. Don't say CC's. Because, oh, heavens, no. <laughs> nope. Go downtown to Iriana's Pizza. Iriana. They do the the true cracker crust pizza. They serve it at lunch, though, in slices. And they're big slices. They're fold-over slices. Okay, well, they're New York slices. And they've got one that's sweep the floor, which is everything on it. It's and called sweep the sweep floor. the floor. Oh, I like that. Then there's one. If you don't want meat, you can get plow the garden, which is all the vegetables. That's not good. <laughs> okay, where is this? This is um, on Clinton Avenue at um, State Street. It's uh, right across the street from the um, Little Rock um, Chamber of Commerce, Caddy Corner from the State House Convention Center, right next door to at the corner. Which okay. is a really neat breakfast joint. Um, they do lunch too, but I always get breakfast. So, yes, Iriana's is a place you need to try. All right. Now, you also like Thin Crust. You also have U.S. Pizza Company. Now, there's a lot of U.S. Pizza I go companies. to U.S. Pizza. U.S. Pizza and Cabot's pretty good. So, I was just there the other night. Have you ever tried the Philly Pizza? I have not. You need to get the Philly Pizza because they figured out something really cool with it. Now, U.S. Pizza Company has a cheese dip called judy's best this is a a, it's got lots and lots of um herbs in it it's it's got parsley in it it's got peppers in it it's got some onion in it it's really good put that cheese dip out and dip your philly your philly pizza and you have a philly cheese steak i swear that is the flavor of a philly cheese steak it's incredible (laughs) nice thin crust yeah you need to give them a shot got any cheese whiz on it now, Dave. Is a real a, a real Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. Like Gino's. Yes. Has cheese whiz. That's that that's yes. the cheese they put on it at the very beginning. Yeah, no. Okay. 
Cheese Whiz is okay. Cheese Whiz. In moderation. It has a time and a place. That's what I'm saying. And, and Philly cheesesteak from Gino's uh-huh. is the place. And there's a lot of people who think that Cheese Whiz is even um, superior to Provel, which is the, the cheese you get on anything with cheese in St. Louis, which is a, a uh, pasteurized cheese that they have up there. It's their, it's, it's their equivalent of Velveeta, but you'll get it up but you know, in ravioli or what they call What's tea wraps. What's it called? Provel. P-R-O-V-E-L. Not not provolone, but provo. No, provol. Okay, yeah. it's got a. Yeah, it's probably have a little provolone I'm not flavor a, to it. Well, but it's I'm not a provolone kind of guy. You, you would not care for St. Just don't go to St. Louis, or yeah. if you go to St. Louis, go eat ribs instead. I, I would <laughs> eat ribs in St. Louis there and Memphis both. Oh my my my! And you and you turned me on to a barbecue place in Memphis. Yeah, not to, you know the one that I always went to. Went to this other one that you told me about. What, Central? Was good, yeah. Yes. Very good. Oh, good, good. I'm glad you liked they were, it. They were good. But Renaissance, I still, I just like the ambiance there. Yeah. You know, well, here's another one for you. Next time you go to Memphis, go try Cozy Corner. It is not in the downtown area per se. It's a bit outside. Okay. It it looks like it, from the outside, it looks like it should be a laundromat or something. <laughs> Go get you some. That's probably one of the best places to oh, eat is some place that doesn't look like you should be eating there. Smoked sausage that has been uh, simmered in barbecue sauce. Ooh. I'm telling you what. Get it on a sandwich. Get yourself an order of barbecue spaghetti on the side. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. so good. That sounds good. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. we got to get the news in. And when we come back, we got another half hour with Kat. Don't forget, Thai died travels one word dot com that's your website that's your facebook page check them out you'll be amazed at the amount of content uh that's there and you'll love it especially if like me you're kind of a foodie kind of person yeah you'll really really like it all right (laughs) news is next we'll come back we'll finish it up here on a friday on the dave ellswick show all right we've got 25 minutes till six uh, don't forget about this booklet you can get from David Lucas, host of the David Lucas Show, here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. He's on Saturdays here and uh, at 10 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and he gives you all kinds of great information. For instance, this whole thing about the book, uh, the 2018 uh, Guide to uh, Social Security, because with 567 different ways to claim Social Security benefits, 2,728 rules and the federal government that tells the uh, Social Security Administration that they're forbidden to offer you any personalized advice. You need all the information you can get, basically. Uh, It's probably why as much as $10 billion a year goes unclaimed in uh, Social Security. So learn how you could wring every nickel out of your Social Security benefits. Be one of the first 10 callers right now. 501-663-6673. 501-663-6690. That's 653-6690. 501-653-6690 or visit davidlucasfinancial.com. Okay, so we, we've been talking about pizza yes. and, a, and, a, and a multitude of other things with uh, Kat today. And we've known each other so long that it's really fun to do a show with her because we just... We just go with the flow. It's it's our it's a Jerry Seinfeld show at that point. It's a, no chair throwing. It's a it's kind of a cosmic <laughs> flow is what we we let happen. So let let's talk a little bit about 
let me throw you back a few years. When All I was right. a kid, yeah, uh, we didn't call up and order out pizza because there wasn't a bunch of pizza places no. like we got now that you would order from. No. So mom would go to the A&P or whatever, and she'd pick up this box from Chef Boyardee. Oh, to make your own pizza. I don't know if So people, she didn't get Jiffy Mix? No. I don't know if people remember doing this. And I you, do. You'd reach in the box. It had a little paper bag with with some kind of stuff inside of it to keep the, the flour fresh. Yeah. And it had the yeast in it and everything, and you'd let it rise, and you'd make your own crust, and mm-hmm. then you, you had the, uh, the sauce that yeah. you poured on, and then... You'd buy some different things to put on it, and it came with some cheese, I believe, Parmesan cheese. So you'd all, mom would always buy, uh, you know, some mozzarella to throw on it, and you'd bake it in your oven. And it was amazing. It came out in the 1970s, yeah. uh, about the same time as uh, Shake and Bake, because there were a lot of convenience stuff. foods that were coming in at that point. Uh, yeah, see, we used Jiffy Mix, which you can still same get today. Thing. It's still less than a dollar for a box. You yep. mix it with water until it becomes uh, this paste-like consistency. You have to spray your pan or it will become incorporated into the pan. Um <laughs> And just pat it out on there. You put a little bit of uh, whatever marinara that you want to stick on there. Put some, some uh, you know, Crisco or something on your fingertips. Oh, yeah. While you're spreading oh, it, it, out. It, it, will it will stick, stick to, to you. everything. It's like the blob at that point. It just won't consume you. And then you, you add out whatever toppings, which uh, in my family it was always just ground beef and cheese. Now, my mom would put cheddar cheese on because um, she yeah, loves cheddar. Good too. Uh, but you needed to have some sort of cheese, so you had something to glue it all together. You baked it, and you cut it up in squares when it came out and served it up. I think that that has a great potential to be one of these new hipster appetizer foods. Somebody it's could introduce happening it. already. Are you serious? I was at Walmart the other day. Okay, uh-huh. Walmart. I don't mind saying Kroger, Walmart, whatever. Uh, but on the towards the end cap, uh-huh. I saw these little bags, uh-huh. and it looked like the fixings for a Chef Boyardee pizza. It wasn't Chef oh. Boyardee. It's somebody else doing the exact same thing wow. so you can make your own pizza at home. I'm going to get yeah. it and try it and let oh, my grandson goodness. help me put the pepperoni on the pizzas and stuff, you know, because mm-hmm. he'll get into that. But the bottom line is, is, yeah, you can make your own. And I just think that's so cool to see that coming back again. That was the very first thing I made in my first apartment in Jonesboro. Went When I went for my first full-time job, KIT, I'm up there by myself. And my first meal in my apartment was one of those Jiffy Crust homemade pizzas. Uh, just because, you know, have that little taste at home that you want to get and it comes out of a little yeah. white and blue box <laughs> i'm looking here at chef boy rd right now. now they've got a version and they put actually put the sauce packet in there mm-hmm. and the parmesan and yeah now the best part about those sort of things is they're really good to do with your kids let them mix it up and and help spread it they don't care if they they get messy and you know, it's Kat, something you were talking that, about jiffy yeah and, uh, you know, I'll make Jiffy cornbread every once in a while. Oh, but yeah. I tell you what, I found myself the other morning. We were making breakfast, uh-huh. and we went into the refrigerator. The wife said, "Get the biscuits out and get them on the on the stone. Get them in the oven." Well, uh-huh. we didn't have the grand's biscuits. Oh no! So I pulled into the uh, into the pantry and pulled out what. <laughs> you got your Jiffy mix there. No, I didn't pull out Jiffy mix. Did I you pulled get out the yellow box? 
Oh, the Bisquick then. Yes, I did. Yes. Bisquick. Two and three quarter cups of Bisquick, a little bit of milk, or water actually, I think is what it goes in it. Uh-huh. Made it up, spoon dropped it on the stone, and had 12 minutes later, biscuits. You know, Bisquick was used for so many crazy things. Um, chicken and dumplings with Bisquick. Um, nice, quick, easy. And I remember having that a lot whenever I was uh, much younger because you pretty much just made it up. You made it so that it was just uh, you could spoon drop it in there. And so dumplings were actually dumplings instead of ribbons or squares or something like that. I make dumplings out of biscuits. Yeah. And that's uh, uh, whenever we are in a pinch and Grav doesn't want to make from scratch, that's how he yeah. makes his dumplings. I mean, you know, I I can make it out of biscuit or whatever. Yeah. But I just I get grands. Yes. And just cut them in squares and throw them, you know, throw them in there. And See, boy, it's good. If I, I'm making poor man's uh, chicken and dumplings, I will, I will get a chicken from the store. I use the meat off the chicken and I take the um, carcass and put it in to boil and just let it boil and boil. I'll put in one cube of uh, chicken bouillon and I'll throw whatever vegetables that I happen to have in there just to give it a little flavor. Yeah. And then I get a pack of Grand's biscuits mm-hmm. and I pull apart the layers, and throw it in there. Yeah. And so they're thin dumplings but you can feed an army and it's yeah i get a i get a a couple bucks a hen yeah put it inside i got the big blue pot you know yeah i fill it up with water i drop it in i let it cook until it's ready to fall apart i pull it out i i tear the skin off of it i get all the meat off the bones i throw it back in Mm -hmm. there and i mean that's great stock oh it is it is and if you don't have the time just go get one of those rotisserie birds like when they mark them down oh they're good I'm saying, you know, people say you can't eat cheap anymore. Yes, you can uh, and if you I, want. I am. I, I'd love to challenge them on that, especially people who say you can't eat cheap for fruits and vegetables. You absolutely can. You shop the sales. You don't turn your nose up at ugly vegetables. You can make it work. All right. <laughs> I want to blow your mind here. Okay. Chef Boyardee. Yes. Pizza Kits. Yes. Came out in when? I would say early 1970s. Earlier than that, try the 50s. Really? 1955. Really? When I was two years old. Holy cow. I just, I looked it up because when you said 70s, it didn't ring right because I used to eat it as a kid. Yeah. Well, whenever I was a kid, it was the 1970s. So. (laughs) The pizza kit contained a small packet of parsley, Uh a can of sauce, Mm -hmm. some yeast and flour, and a packet of Parmesan cheese. Yeah. Uh, sausage and pepperoni kits included the meat right in the can of sauce. Really? Yeah. So I guess sort of like when we have meat sauce from a jar these days. Yeah, like for uh, spaghetti. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Now, because I, I was telling you I had thought I had seen it, companies like Blue Apron uh-huh. and others are delivering similar complete menu kits to your door. Uh, and they owe their nod to the pioneer of the meal, uh, Chef Boyardee. By the way, you can still get Chef Bar- Boyardee pizza kits at you Walmart, Target, can. any of the places around. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I won't do it tonight, but it may be this weekend. <laughs> I may be picking one up and doing it, taking myself back to my childhood. Absolutely. Love that stuff. Great. I, oh, yeah. It's, it's, and here's the key. You didn't have spray no. Yeah, you sprayed the pizza pan with. You get the Crisco out, put uh-huh. it on there, and smear it all over the the pizza pan. Oh, or you get yourself a stick of margarine because you can sit yeah. there and just draw on the pan with it. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm just telling you, 
I know that there are people listening right now that are going, damn, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, here's the key. Make sure you get the dough spread out in a consistent form or you end up having a really thin area that you can look right through for the pizza. Yeah. Yeah. But you know... (laughs) I miss that. I miss sitting down and just doing the family-style meal. But that's when, it was anything. That's when families sit down together and ate together. And we need to get back to that kind we, of stuff. I got a place that you need to go. All right. Well, we'll find out about you got it, it when we come back. It's the Dave Ellswick <laughs> Show, Friday edition. Always having fun on Friday. hope you're enjoying the, the, the discussion here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. All right. So we've got 10 minutes left here. It's amazing. We started at 3.30 and we're almost done. Oh, yeah. And we have covered a lot of territory. I hope that we brought back some memories here. Just the last few moments should have brought back some memories. Absolutely. Because, you know, we don't realize how good we have it now. Uh Although with me saying how positive it is, it has brought some negatives with it as well. Part of that being not sitting down with your family and eating together every night. Uh where the family's together and you're listening to what's happening uh you know in your lives and things of that nature and it's it it's part of the reason of the disintegration of the culture of our own country but yeah making your own pizza because at the time never thought about ordering a pizza in a box and you know, somebody bringing it to you in their car or whatever just didn't do that kind of stuff. That's a relatively new concept. It is. It's thirty years young yeah and that 30 years is not a lot of time folks i mean it's just not i'm you know. fitty what i'm fitty no okay yeah <laughs> so you remember when that stuff wasn't happening i i, I actually do remember it. Yeah. uh one of my first uh paying jobs was delivering pizza i have done that and not even and, and when i was in my late 40s mm-hmm. in, in between radio jobs yeah delivering pizzas and and living on what i made because i've been known to hustle pretty hard oh yeah you know if you hustle you make good money ask ask, ask Stephen I, meeks i was the only woman delivering pizza in russellville in 1993 and 94 Making i good made tips, amazing huh? tips there you go <laughs> that's good but uh we were talking about uh sitting down and breaking bread with the family there's there's actually a restaurant here in Arkansas that still does family-style service okay. where everything comes to the table and you share. Um, I happened to be there last Sunday night. It was unusual because normally they get more than one at a time. Mm-hmm. They gave me the exact same kind of service everyone else did. So that started out, they brought out a crock full of bean soup, white yum, bean soup. Yum. Um Something to enjoy with crackers while waiting for the uh, the smorgasbord to come. Okay. Uh, mashed potatoes, white cream gravy. Okay, now corn not, cut off. Not instant mashed potatoes. No, real no, mashed real mashed potatoes. potatoes with chunks of, of potato in it. There you go. Uh, cut off the cob, fresh corn. There you go. All right, green now beans we're talking cooked here. with bacon. Mm-hmm. Fresh baked bread with margarine on the side and apple butter okay could you get real butter if you didn't want the margarine they've got packets of of real butter there, there you go too. i don't eat margarine anymore. Um, did you say apple butter apple i said butter. apple butter oh so good and fried chicken this place is called the montanayan fried, fried chicken restaurant okay now okay spell that out for us m-o-n-t-e-n-e fried chicken uh, chicken restaurant 
Yeah, the okay. Matinee Inn Chicken Restaurant. Uh, you go to Rogers. Uh, you turn right on New Hope Road, and you keep following it and following it until you get past the dead end sign, and it's at an intersection right by uh, where you turn to go up to the uh, um, to the park there. And you have to have reservations. Now, I'm going to say it sounds like it's a place. It reminds me of what you're telling telling us about. Uh huh. Being from Indiana, there's a part in Indiana that there's a very big and active Amish community. Yes. And when you go and eat at one of their restaurants, it's served to you just the way you're talking about. Yes. And if you want more, they'll bring you more. Yes. They will bring you so much more. Yeah, it's um, one of those places I told Kat we were talking about it during the break. I said it's one of those places that when you get done. You sit back in your chair, put your hands on your stomach, and just go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> then they come up and they go, you want you want? Would pie? you like some dessert? Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> and they've got cheesecake and uh, lava cake. Um, oh, lava so, cake. Yeah, a chocolate lava cake. Are you hearing this, Mark I, I've Tolliver? never tried either of these because, um, well, I've tried the cheesecake once because um, I, I, they let me take it after I took the picture. But as much fried chicken as you want they did run out of legs because there were an inordinate number of children present there you go they They wanted legs legs. so uh the young man that uh waited on me can i offer uh, you a thigh he he was he was saying (laughs) you know we're going to have we're almost out of legs uh we have chicken breasts they're almost ready if you can just wait i said nope i want thighs I want chicken thighs. I love, and he just I like looked at me and says, more than I like legs. He said, I like you. And so I had more chicken thighs than I mm. should have had. And some wings, too, um, which were great to dip in that gravy. And that bean soup was good to put on the mashed potatoes. And and I could have as much as I wanted. And you can, too. I'm listening to what you're saying here. Uh-huh. And I can tell you are a dark meat fan. I'm a dark meat fan. And not a, a light I am not a white like meat flavor. fan because I think white meat is dry on a chicken. Dark meat is more flavorful and yeah. is juicier. I, I'm in total agreement. I like a good flavor to my chicken. I want to know that I'm eating chicken. Yeah. White meat of, of chicken usually, it's it's kind of the tofu of meats. I'm with you. It doesn't have much taste. But I, whenever I have fried chicken, I want chicken thighs, and mm-hmm. this is it. Oh, and the crust. I mean, it's a crusty chicken. Um, oh, it comes out almost orange with the spices they put in it, but it's not hot. You just got to get up there. Um, it's one of Arkansas's great treasures, open since 1972. And yeah, it's and nowhere I'm, near anything. I got to laugh. I'm listening. I listened to to Kat talking. And she says, it's been open since 1972. <laughs> Making it sound like that was prehistoric times. Well, it is for me. I, I was I born in seventy three. I graduated in nineteen seventy one. Well, there in you high go. School. <laughs> oh, it's not that old to me. I'm just saying. Wow. Yeah, I was born in sixty eight. What? I was born in sixty eight. Well, yeah, I was born in fifty three. <laughs> All right. Chef Boyardee didn't start until fifty five, so I'm older than so Chef. So you're older Boyardee. than Chef Boyardee, but yeah. Betty White is older than sliced bread. Yeah. Well, she's yeah, she's older <laughs> than dirt. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> oh. technically, sliced bread came out after Betty White was born. Really? So, yeah. She is older than sliced bread. Did May I, she live forever. Did I not hear that sliced bread, as we know it today, got started in Fort Worth, Texas? Am I correct? I'm not certain. I'll have wrong? to research I'll have, I'll re- that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk I will about that I will have to later. research that. See, I love the history of food and, say, and things of that nature. What's the guy that used to do uh, the whole thing about getting slimed and all of that? 
that did the, uh, the double dare yeah double dare the guy who used to be the host of it from the very beginning oh uh mark mark yes mark um, the last name it doesn't matter it escapes me he did a show called how's how's it made and stuff yeah. he had to stop because he was in a really crazy traffic accident he was in the back of a taxi and the taxi got in a wreck and his he, he, it damaged his face because he hit the screen Oh. In New York City, he had to have reconstructive surgery. But from what I understand, he's finally back. It took a long time, but he's come back. Well, he's got OCD. Terrible. Oh, yeah. I mean, really terrible. Rich Nichols, it's worse than yours. Wow. I mean, he's got really bad, bad OCD. But anyway, he does a lot of these kind of shows. Yes. Where he talks about the history of candies and oh, yeah. where did this stuff come from. I find those just just. Well, that's intriguing when i watch them that's what i'm here to do about arkansas food y'all help me out we're gonna figure out how that's to get an your, indiegogo set up i'm gonna put you in touch yes. with the people that will help you do that because we need to get a show out there that's just about arkansas food tim Lim, i know you're listening i want you to talk to cat robinson about an indiegogo campaign absolutely all right it's been great we're gonna have cat uh, back on not too long because the fair is coming, and I oh, always yes. do a show with her about what's the new food at the fair. And, and I, I do, do my that. research. I go she all does. over the place. And she eats it all before she tells you <laughs> to eat it. All right. Got to take a break uh, till uh, Monday. Don't forget Sheriff David Clark is going to be in the 3 o'clock hour. Some other guests coming up at 2 o'clock hour. Keep you up on what's going on with Kavanaugh. And remember this. God gave you a whole week of life. Give him an hour on Sunday. Find out what he's got to say to you. I'll see you on Monday at 2. Have a great weekend. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 